Hey, everybody. It's good old J.R. Jim Ross, a member of multiple halls of fame and the voice of AEW Wrestling. And you're listening to Bad Medicine Podcast, and you're going to like it. Ladies and gentlemen, we are once again coming to you live, live. from the 13th floor of Nakatomi Plaza. We are broadcasting from live. the Whalen Corporation Studios. Whalen! Nestled in the heart of the Fox Valley, overlooking the crystal clear waters of Lake Winnebago. My name is Mason Quinn. To my far left, a man who's going to have his heart broken by his Chicago Bears. Nope. My tag team partner, like Dax. Diamond Dave Damone. Boom! To my right, the master of the grill, the master of statisticians, and the master of driving, apparently, today, the answer, Andrew. And to my left, a man who loves his projects and his carpentry skill, Mr. (laughs) Casual himself, the Appleton Oak, Dave Bay. This is the Bad Medicine Podcast. Have I told you, gentlemen, that in the year 2000, I was the Outagamie County... Home Builders Association. Twice. Fox Valley. <laughs> Fox Valley, excuse me, not the Outagamie County. The Fox Valley Home Builders Association Laborer of the Year. Yeah, twice. Ooh, laborer. Those are the guys that push the brooms on I the am uh, gonna job t- site, Dave, isn't it? I will tell you this story. It took them six months to build that goddamn times. And then I will tell you 500 more. So <laughs> as, as the story played out, Bob Romanesco <clears throat> won the 2000 What the fuck Fox is wrong with that guy? Home Builders <laughs> Association Builder of the Year. Right, Who and I think that, that it's pretty fair to say, ipso facto, that if Bob was the builder of the year in the year two thousand, mm-hmm. and I was his laborer, Bob the builder, hence, Labor. I was the laborer of the year. See, Thank I you. thought it would have gone to one of those guys Thank at you. like uh, Myron or Bolt or C.R. No, Meyer or something guy. like that. No, Fox this guy. Valley. Why would why would somebody from oh, Myron or Bolt win a Fox Valley? Home Builders Association. Come on, Oak, you know I wasn't Laborer listening. of the year. <laughs> <laughs> These headsets don't Come work. On, These are all for show. <laughs> <laughs> listen to your story. These headsets are for You've show, told guys. Ten times already. <laughs> I thought I told you never to come in here again. I, I told you never to come in here. You know what? That was those were good times for me. You know, building houses. <laughs> it's there's, there's something to be said. Working with my hands. Building, yes, but for real though, building something with your hands. <laughs> I like that. But you for show. Real. Look, when you show up to work and you Accomplish. do the same shit like day in and day out, and every day is just a whatever. It it's it's that's a grind. When you show Easy. up and every single day you can see the fruits the of your progress. labor rising in front of you till it's a dwelling that a family can live and prosper in. Is that the word prosper? Pros- Fire, It'll work pros- today. Pros- pros- be prosperous. Oh, oh hey. Is that, that. kind of like Yoda speak? Oh. Live and prosper. That wasn't sorry. even... I know no, if there's any no. Star Wars haters out there. No. Live and prosper. <laughs> uh, well, no, I, I, think, thought, I thought this was Vanilla Ice. There was, there was that meme that there one Star time. Trek? Was that like, was Vanilla Ice. How to f- yes. <laughs> the meme, how to no. piss off... Andrew, see if you can pull up the how to piss off four, <laughs> four groups of nerds. Yeah, there was, it was a picture of Patrick Stewart, and it says... Use the force, Harry, yeah. and then it said, like, Gandalf. <laughs> so, how to piss off four groups of nerds. It's at the same time. Uh, how to piss off four groups oh, of they're lucky nerds. they didn't have the Karate Kid in there. Then they would have had problems. I will, I will fight. You know, a- good for Ralph for saving all of his money up until Netflix got a hold of everything. And I mean from the movies, too, and everything yeah. he's done over his career. Just get rid of groups it of looks nerds. Like the, the only proper popularity he's gotten is because of what the Karate Kid. What do you mean? Oh, yeah, slow down. Inform me on what we're talking about Ralph here. Macchio, he brought up Karate Kid. Well, what about him saving his money and all that stuff? What I'm just saying, saying good for him for being smart over, you know, since day one haul. to now saving his money. 
Because a lot of Hollywood actors don't save their money. How do you know if Ralph Macchio saves his money? What are we What are we talking about? Where did Ralph Macchio's money c- come? So, Victory play? of the Podcast. It, it's the Entourage Podcast with yeah, Kevin yeah. Dillon and all those guys from from the show. <laughs> they wish they, they could have our numbers. <laughs> so they were talking about Ralph just before he got on for one of theirs, and Kevin Connolly said that he did. He's done very well for himself by saving his money. Oh, by being smart with his. Oh, I being see smart with saying. his money. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought you meant like he was doing something different, but uh, there, there, there it is. Use the force, Harry. Gandalf. I get it now. So, you have the Gandalf. No, I've never seen that one. <laughs> Use the force, Harry. I didn't see the Gandalf. Gandalf. <laughs> <laughs> Just like, uh, funny. just like uh, the world's best boss when Michael Scott said he, he missed 100% of the shots he didn't take. And, uh, <laughs> Michael Scott. Wayne Gretzky. Wayne Gretzky <laughs> was quoted by Michael Scott by Wayne Gretzky. <laughs> uh, well, a quote. well, speaking of sports, ladies and gentlemen, how about the NFL? We might as well keep riding this train for a while. Yeah. Uh, just before we started rolling here, Choo. Dak Prescott, man. Choo. Wow. Uh, that looked absolutely gross. Nasty. Painful. Um Look, I don't care how much you like one team or another or how much you're rooting for the team that, uh, you know, is your favorite and how much you hate other teams. To see a player go down with an injury like that is always a sad thing. And I think anybody who um, cheers or is elated when they see somebody go down just because they're on an opposing team or, or they don't like the coach or something like that, I think is poor sportsmanship. And I think that comes from a place of somebody who's uh, – either never been on a football field or just flat out has zero integrity. So for as much as I don't like, you know, the Cowboys in general, uh, I like seeing low football IQ Mike McCarthy <laughs> lose down there. Um, I would like to see the Cowboys lose because Mike McCarthy screws things up so so terribly. Yeah, let's And not, not because Dak Prescott had a nasty season ending injury. So hopefully – um, as speedy a recovery as you can for something like that, um, and uh, hopefully he'll be back to uh, back the way he was. Maybe you know on a what different is it with team? watching a cowboy game with you, Dem and Dave? Because a playoff game a couple of years ago, we had that other cowboy, like a wide receiver, blow at his knee that we were watching. Hmm. It's because he's a black heart. He's bad luck. Right. Bad luck. He's just bad as bad luck. luck as Quinn's victory enough cigar. Is enough. Hey, the victory cigar was uh, one for one this week when I told you the Bears had it in a bag. You meant that as a jinx, though. That wasn't like an that, honest no, victory that hurts, cigar. That, that hurts my heart that you would say that. How could you that hurt you his don't heart think like I genuinely had your best interest in mind. No, you didn't. We, we could see right through your glasses right now and huh. see the eyes laughing my my Raikkonen's, hey, shout out to being the number one uh, Formula One driver with the most races this Sunday. So, Anyhow, so back now to you're, the NFL. You know, I know you rip on here uh, Mike McCarthy a lot for being a football IQ, <laughs> but when they signed Andy Dalton, you and I were kind of saying, all right, Andy might actually thrive a little bit under Mike McCarthy. I think we're, well, obviously now for the rest of the season, we're going to see that. Yeah, I mean, I think with uh, M- Mike McCarthy's very simplistic play calling and relatively uh, <laughs> basic offense, I think a guy like Andy Dalton who can take charge of the situation and, uh, yeah, maybe he would do okay. Low football Well, you were big IQ on uh, Andy Dalton Oh, the ginger out. cannon, absolutely. Yeah. Ginger cannon. You were did big you just on see Andy what he Dalton? did at TCU? Hawk, oh, I was a stud. He was uh, he was quite the star for the old Horned Frogs, uh-huh. wasn't he? Mm-hmm. The other stud they had, uh, not oh, come to get too far now. off track. Oh, oh, oh that's I dirty. I couldn't see it. If you can't see, oh, if you're oh, listening, oh. if you're listening to the audio, Andrew just pulled up a uh, Andy Dalton picture, blue hair with blue hair. Yeah. 
That's because so. I, I couldn't see it through the red shades. I thought it was still red. Yeah, that's what you get for wearing those red sunglasses of yours. Yeah, the last, boy, the they last really uh, the TCU Horn Frog I remember having such an impact was Tank Carter when the TCU played the Badgers. And I've never seen a college football linebacker completely take over a game the way this guy did. You probably remember him. He was the guy that had like 47 armbands, those little, uh, little yeah. bracelet things on his arm. Completely destroyed the Badgers single-handedly in the role. Doesn't well, destroy this the is one of the uh, one of the things that subconscious right, my mind just erases it from yeah, my memory. Was that was happen. that at the Rose Bowl maybe five six years ago or something? Yes, I I can't remember if it was the one. It, it was one where they had JJ Watt, I believe. Yeah, not so well, not yeah. Wilson. Yeah, yeah. No, they they lost uh, with Russell Wilson. They lost to Oregon because they had a high scoring affair. That's so, right. Actually, so it's, it, it's uh it's uh it's Oregon. Oregon. If you say Oregon when you're in Oregon. You'll get booed. I got booed. I've been booed. You know, he's done again. a fair I amount mean, of traveling. And you know. I mean oh, did, booed. He's a world he traveler. Get, oh, he, he's been on planes, listen, trains, listen, and automobiles listen, before? Listen, listen, let me tell you this something. This is news to us. Let me tell you something. I've been emceeing for a lot of years now. <laughs> oh. I've had uh, judging calls where people booed, you know, at the show. Like, oh, they didn't like the scores. But I've never been personally booed. Until I was in Portland, Oregon, 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 but just not the way See, it's spelled. Oregon, Oregon. Oregon. If you say Oregon, so I'm I'm up on stage, right? And I'm like, oh, hey, you know, it's uh, it's in Portland. Um, this was the first time this promotional group, Spectrum Fitness Productions, had been in Oregon. And I'm like, oh, you know, we're it's uh, great. You know, we're expanding in the Northwest. We're excited to be here in Oregon. Boo! I mean, like people got like. Hot Nasty shot. booing, you know, and I'm like, oh god, shit! What did I did I say Washington? You know, <laughs> did I say the wrong state? Because one time when I was in Sioux Falls, North Dakota, I South said Dakota. Sioux City, Sioux yeah. Falls, South yeah. Dakota. Excuse me, exactly. I yeah. said Sioux City. <laughs> oh, hey, Sioux City. You know, I did it once, and yeah. uh, the, the promoter still gives me shit for it. So show us but on they, the map where you were. <laughs> I'm Portland. Where's Portland? Portland, right up top there. Upper left. Portland. Straight was in Portland. Portland's um, north. You said you were going yeah, and they south. All, That's they first blood. They all started. Jeez. So you said you were going south. They all started booing me. So I, afterwards, I I, I, uh, I was like, oh. And I'm like, I turned to the guy. I'm like, man, did I say the wrong city? He's like, no, what happened? He's like, you said Oregon. I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. He's like, it's Oregon. Oregon. Just not Oregon. And I'm like, holy shit. You know? Jin. Jeez. Well, you know, Oregon, Diamond Dave yeah. and Mason Quinn and I have been wrestlers, and we've gotten personally booed. But I you don't hear you us have. bragging yeah, about it. You get booed when <laughs> you're supposed, <laughs> supposed, to. supposed to get booed. I That's was the psychology of what we do. <laughs> and then people from Oregon, how it's spelled, they'll, some people will say Oregon, 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 because one guy was like, no, it's like, it's like a gun, Oregon. Like, oh, but it's past tense. Nobody can agree how Oregon? you pronounce it. Except they can all agree that you don't say Oregon the way it's spelled. Hmm. All you people from the Pacific Northeast, chime in <laughs> on the, the comments Northwest. down below. I gotta let us know. I gotta ask so many Northwest. questions. Do you guys in? Yeah, oh, yeah, Pacific. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Pacific. Like, like a specific part Pacific. of the Northwest? Pacific Northeast. Pacific Northwest. <laughs> so Pacific. The North Pacific would have, you know, that's like, like World Maine. War II. No, North the Pacific Bears. is like. 
know, that's where, anyhow. Did you guys also, end up watching uh, anyway, football? The NFL. Do you end up watching Thursday night, the Bears versus Tampa? Let's I not Tampa. talk about it. I, no, we're going to talk I about did. it. I, I would I rather we not talk it. about it. <laughs> I watched a little bit, and boy, Tommy, terrific. Uh, I don't know if you got the Bad Medicine Podcast victory cigar curse or what happened, Dick. but... Uh, he did not look on top of his game, and it isn't like the Bears were looking like world beaters either. It's like it's like nobody wanted to win that game. So the first off, uh, first quarter and a half, the Bears' offense was just like, "Why are we here?" And Tampa was not like having a manhandle on them, it's but they, they were wanted Mitch. They, well, a lot of people on Twitter actually got on after and was just like. Well, you know, we might want to think about Mitch again. Oh, Don't God. do that, folks, unless hey, he, Foles gets hurt. Because he, Foles just proved again why, after he gets a little warmed up, he's not going to be the end up. answer for well, Chicago. But he puts the ball where it needs did, to go, did, unlike Mitch. Did you see the stat? Carson Wentz has like a 35 QB rating in the third quarter. Second lowest. <laughs> Second. So Carson Wentz. Lower. That's because he's in fragile. The sec- in the lowest, Mitchell. Mitchell, the champion, Mitch. he's you, a real winner. He, you know, that team will follow him through the fires of hell. They it, love that follow guy. Who? Mitch, the Chicago no Bears doubt. have his back. Dude, he'll pay no. you to take his autographed signed helmet. Dude, so the, the Bears are terrible <laughs> in the third quarter. Very bad. No. Fourth quarter and second quarter other quarters. I don't know why it is, but it is. But the defense turned it up starting midway second quarter, which started giving Tommy some problems. Cleo Mack came in. Did Mac things on prime time? Oh, oh yeah, did Mac things? <laughs> but I, it obviously, so bad when he says obviously it. the the, the overshadow no Darius Smith. Obviously, the overshadow of the Bears being four and one is Tommy in the last couple and seconds of that game where he was holding up the four. Oh, he thought it was after fourth down. the four horsemen after it was. Four downs. I think that was just a shout out to Nature Boy <laughs> Ric Flair, quite honestly. I think, yeah, I think that's what he was saying to the referee. Uh, He's like, yeah, you like Nature, right? Well, I know you were telling us to not talk about it, but why Why don't you want to talk about I don't, it? I don't like talking about Tom Brady losing. Um, <laughs> oh, oh, that picture right there. There it is. Oh, that, yeah. Who knows what was going on there? I think a lot of people thought he was a little Sandy confused the... as to what. Well, uh, you know, he's, he's an older he gentleman saying, now. He was saying that was a four finger stinker. <laughs> it's a real four finger sticker. Did you guys? Uh, no, sorry, I just, go ahead. Uh, I just, you know, I'm not, I'm not at a point where I'm okay Spike. seeing Tom Brady lose to the Bears. I mean, if he's going to lose to First a respectable time. team, that's one thing. Um, <laughs> but I don't care who he's playing. I don't care who he's playing for. I don't want to see him losing to the Bears ever. Now, if he comes up next week and loses to the Packers. I don't care. I want the Packers to win. I always well. That's one thing I'll make clear. I always want the Packers to win. So when it's the Packers versus Tom Brady, I get it. I want the Packers to win. When Packers are out of a uh, a playoff situation, or rather a playoff picture, then I want Tom Brady to win. After that, it's the Pittsburgh Steelers for America's team. After that, I cheer for the Vikings for Nick Dobson for for Dobber. I have my All my pack. Reasons. Look, everybody's got their packing, their packing order. order. Like, yeah, yeah, if my team's out, well, hey, this is all important. Cheer we already cheers for the Packers. You know, the after the Vikings, I'd probably cheer for the Lions. Like, God, somebody <laughs> just let them get a win. <laughs> just a shit organization for no, years. No, see, I'm always <laughs> no. torn. I'm always torn cheering for the Vikings because if the Packers, by some great travesty, have a down year and the Vikings make it into the playoffs, like they've done a few years in the past. I'm always torn because I want them to get to the Super Bowl because I want them to lose so they can be 0-5 in the Super Bowl. That's, but that's, I'm always afraid of that risk yeah, that, that they might somehow pull it off. Pull it off. Give them a victory cigar. 
Give them a victory cigar. Yeah, that so, usually works. So there, there was a sequence in the second quarter, if you guys didn't see it, where Tampa had the ball. And it was seven straight penalties of a couple straight from Tampa, which got them like first and 30, kind of moved the ball. There was a play where they actually didn't get a flag, and then the Bears committed some penalties. But it was just an ugly sequence when Tom Brady and the offense was coming off the field because they got a first down, but an offensive lineman decided to screw that up. (laughs) Cameras caught Tom Brady in a hot moment, and it was fantastic to see. They they actually Hmm. bleeped him out a little bit, so... Yeah, but this is nothing new from Tom Brady. Yeah, Look, one of the things that we've seen from Tom Brady throughout the course of his entire career, and one thing that a lot of people will argue makes him a winner, is he doesn't put up with stupid mistakes. No, he Look, demands the, perfection. Uh, yes, he demands perfection, and he's not afraid to go on the sidelines and bitch at his players when they're not playing up to his level. Now, look, yeah, Tom makes mistakes, and you don't see everybody else Well, bitch. I mean, let's... <laughs> come on. You don't see... I know, I know. Okay. You don't see everybody Fist else bitching rings. at Tom Brady, but look, when, when players are making stupid mistakes, running wrong routes, dropping easy balls... Six penalties know, in a row. Yep. When players are making stupid mistakes, Brady's not afraid to call them out. We've seen a handful of times over the course of the years. He's gotten little tiffs with coaches and stuff, too. It's because he's a perfectionist and he is a competitor. So I'd rather have a quarterback that goes off on the side of the field and bitches at people than somebody who just goes and sits on the bench and cries like Mitch Trubisky. Hey, that guy's a winner. He's a winner. Hey, that's Jay Cutler. Let me ask you a question, Oak. Uh, Would you be nervous if you had to build a deck for Tom Brady? And would you worry about his attention to detail, his level of perfection he would would demand of you? No, I'm saying 10 months. You think it would take? Yes, exactly. (laughs) I wouldn't be worried about building a deck for Tom Brady because I would. Any pressure. It's because you're hoping Giselle would come out. No, I don't even care at Giselle at this point. I'm like, she's old Brady. Yeah. No. Any uh, any pressure that Tom that Tom could put on me for building his deck, I would put on myself. I'd be like. I'd be getting a new saw to make sure oh, it's boy. perfectly square, sharp blades. I can just see you down there like you're kind of lining things up and you're about to swing the hammer and Tom comes up behind you and goes, oh, hey, Dave, come here once. Does this look straight to you? And just the rush of cold sweat <laughs> that would come over your body. Yeah, but on the flip side of that, the the, the just the, the endorphins and the adrenaline <laughs> when, it come, when Tom Brady comes just, out and says. You'd just be like, oh, th- is this straight? It's looking good, man. Hey, keep it up. <laughs> Thanks, Tom. <laughs> I will. You want some lemonade, Dave? <sighs> That'd be really needy, Tom. <laughs> be great. Yeah, yeah, right. play? Hey, if you get some time when you're done, we should play catch. <laughs> oh, I, I sure, Tom. That'd be that'd be great. I'd love to play some. I'd love to play some catch. Uh, okay. G- Giselle comes out. Oh, Dave, could you put this? this on my back? Ah, get out of the way. I gotta go play ball. Come on, Tom. get out of the way. <laughs> no, I'm ruining my moment, Giselle. <laughs> look, look, it's, look. There's, Yuck. there's attractive women all over the globe, everywhere, right? And good for her, beautiful, incredibly successful woman. But I'm not interested in her. I'm interested in Tom Brady. <laughs> <laughs> that's so, look. That's that awesome. Level, that level Next of next, su- we're gonna that, look up Henry Cavill's chest rug again. <laughs> that level of success, it just it 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 happens to others around him. Just like by osmosis, like if you're within make you a better six, carpenter, I bet. if you're within six feet of Tom Brady for more than like ten minutes at a time, you just become better 
at whatever it is that you do. Would you try to do the Daniel LaRusso one hit with the hammer on the nails? You know, just, that's a, that's a great off? question, Quinn. Would I try to show off to impress Tom Brady uh, and take the risk yeah. of looking like a complete <laughs> idiot if yeah. I screwed up? I don't know. That's that's risky. I could go about my job. What, well, what good, if you made him laugh? Be a good laborer of the year. <laughs> He'd be like, good one, pal. Yeah. He's like, wow, you're really Should we do solid. a pros and cons later on the white Pros and cons <laughs> of building a deck for <laughs> Tom Brady. How many pieces of plywood would you try to carry? Okay, back to the NFL. <laughs> That's talk. enough deck talk. <laughs> oh, gosh. You oh, and your deck. Well, going from Tom Brady yeah, to you and your Aaron Rodgers. Oh, so he is guys... having so much fun this year. <laughs> I love it. He God, is. He's he just good, is. isn't he? Now, did you guys see the comments on uh, his uh, part time with um, Pat McAfee, our good friend? Oh, the AJ Hawk show. Yeah, I've heard about that. <laughs> does AJ Hawk look younger on that show? To I, think his, I think that big Crow Magnon forehead thing he had kind of went down after he stopped hitting people with his helmet. I think that might He just helped. seems like he doesn't because he's got to be what? He got drafted in what year? Oh, he's, he's a little slimmer oh, now. AJ Hawk, yeah. yeah. 05. 05. I mean, well, still 06. Built. 06. He was, our, he was the sixth When did pick Matthews overall. come in? Matthews? Uh, nine. 2009. Oh, okay, so Hawk came in in 06. <laughs> so he was, if he was 20. Because that, that was right what, after. If he was right after. Drop a dime, suck it signs. Let's say he was 22 in 2006 or 14. God, he's still only in his 30s. Yeah, yeah. so. Eh. Yeah. Well, and hey, now looks, he's more at. Uh, more of a athletic build than a, a bulk build. Yeah, because so he lost some weight. You see that with like that's funny. Most of the like skill positions they usually like fill out after yeah. they're done playing. And they get a little bigger, but then the linemen they get a little skinnier. Yeah, like like, Matt Jeff, Burke. like mm-hmm. Jeff Saturday, or Joe Thomas, time. Joe he Thomas. Looks... Yeah, he's a big advocate for swimming. But uh, yeah, Aaron Rodgers <laughs> on the AJ Hawk show, basically just swimming chest rugs. just coming out and saying, yeah, you know when I have a down year. That's usually a career year for most quarterbacks. <laughs> that was I pretty. I mean, that was, it oh. was, I mean, who can get away with saying that? Look, Tom Brady says something like that, and people are going to call him arrogant and whatever. But Aaron Rodgers has taken some flack over the course of the last few years for not performing at a level that we expect of him. So for him to come out and Your say ball. that, and so he can, you know, he can like talk like that, and, and it doesn't look, you know, the thing is, it doesn't look arrogant to us. But I, I mean, I know people who don't like the Packers who think he's like super arrogant. I so, can see so he comes our, across the way, but so he's, our, he's that cool. Our point of view is yeah. very skewed because of Two the steps. fact that we're Packer fans. Yeah, but I would like to. So that's a, that's actually a great question to pose for the audience um, because we have a lot of people that watch, or you know, people that watch that aren't Packer fans from, you know, different different states here in the United States. So all over the globe. So what we want to know is we want to know whether you guys think Aaron Rodgers comes across being cocky when he goes on the Pat McAfee show and says, you know, a, a down year for me is a career year for most quarterbacks. As Green Bay Packer fans, I think we all find that to be kind of funny. We're just and, well, we're just, and truthful. Well, true, we're happy we just have to great see. Quarterback we're play. happy to see Aaron playing at a level that we know yeah, he can play at. at but bowler. we also do know that if other you know elite Mitch. quarterbacks like Tom Brady or Cam Newton, you know, Drew some of these Brees, other yeah. guys in the league, Drew Brees, if they were to come out and say something like that. We might be on the flip side of that coin and critiquing them for their attitude and, and saying that they have, you know, an ego or aren't being professional. So to all you non-Green Bay Packer fans, <clears throat> Brett Semrell, um, what do you think about Aaron Rodgers' comments on the Pat McAfee show? Arrogant, 
confident, speaking the truth, fun or otherwise. Well, we want to know. Yeah, you I think. think he's that co- that cocky, confident, and then obviously he's with you know a good friend of his, AJ Hawk and Pat McAfee, and having fun. So then he's like, oh, fucking, I'll say it. Let it ripple. Let's just let it rip. I think I think yeah. a lot of it was just him having fun. You know, which I mean, he's, he is. Look, like he's got the second year of the system. He's got it down there. Having system. like you, you see the whole. The system. whole team around him also having fun, and it helps. Well, he has said system. that. Yeah, he flourishes in all systems. <laughs> system. He is the system. So he has said uh, with media, and it was even in this one how he even dropped an F-bomb during this interview prior to him saying that quote uh, <laughs> about the fucking media, which is quote Aaron Rodgers there, which is true. Because they he, all, basically, to paraphrase, is he said they will Fuck take man. the tiniest little quote yep. and spin it. And that's basically what happened here because some of the media articles I was reading, like Sports Illustrated, was saying <laughs> basically, <need> your help. <laughs> basically <laughs> they're like, well, Rogers, you know, he's on fire this year, but you know, the arrogance kind of comes out, and how they try to spin it to mm-hmm. where where Dave had that question mm-hmm. for the Bad Medicine Podcast peeps of is he arrogant? Is he cocky? Is it just the truth? Which yeah. you know, it is. True. I had I hate to say because I'm gonna park the. Uh, bias here he loves him and right now he's pretty much unstoppable oh, right yeah. now D- dave would right trade now. his trade his left not to have hey Rogers if you came to chicago Bears. come on down welcome to finish two arms. years well, who, i mean what team would yeah, i know I, uh, name a team that would yes. uh, other than the, maybe the kansas city chiefs you know so that is eh, a good we've got Mahomes. only kansas yeah. name a team probably, that yeah, would probably take yeah, Rogers. baltimore Name yeah, yeah maybe, maybe Baltimore. Yeah. There's well, like the thing, three teams. Lamar. Yeah, it's got the javelin. <laughs> <laughs> the thing but, I liked about uh, Rogers coming off the way he did because I know Dave and I, Diamond Dave, you and I have been talking about this for a long time. Where we are so sick of seeing the post game interviews where it's monotone. There's no Same drama. Answer. It's yes, we went out there, we did a good job. You know, the O line, they did their thing. Our running backs Ronda helped Cincinnati. us out. We called a great game, and we're, you know, we're looking forward to the next one. I want to see somebody with some energy, a little pizzazz. I want to see something like that. Go ahead. I l- be confident. Be a little bit arrogant. I mean, what? You kind of earned it, don't you think? I, mean, I yeah. think so. You know? Like, like I, always you loved, do? I always love the Marshawn Lynch. I'm just here so I don't get fined. I'm just here so I don't get fined. <laughs> no, the, the transparency from when the players do that is what yeah. us fans like yeah. to see. Obviously, the media wants that so they can do their spin. Yeah, but I mean, but, everybody loved it when Fitzmagic came out looking like Conor McGregor, you know, with all the sunglasses. <laughs> and the well, last, and Thursday, and, uh, last Thursday, he came out uh, buttonless, showing the, the chest rug as Dave. <laughs> would say and just <laughs> flourishing in the uh, post-game interview yeah i mean i think because of things like social media and the youtube and stuff like that i think anything these guys can do to be a little bit more exciting a little more entertaining will help them out or help their team out in a long and you run. know and it's it's cool to see rogers go on a show that he trusts guys like pat mcafee and aj obviously an ex-teammate <laughs> of his for how many years but yeah Exactly. Rogers keeps calling me. But uh, and it's cool to see him <laughs> let it fly like that on the show because he actually will say more in that 30 minutes that he does with Pat mm-hmm. and AJ than he will the media. So it is nice to see a guy of that level, of that caliber, say what well, he's well, saying. When he, he's on a show like that, he's talking with his buddies. And yeah. they're gonna yep. they're gonna yep. BS and they're gonna bullshit about football, talk yep. about what's going on. And it's not the media, look, you get in those post-game interviews, uh, you know, and they, they get all the media people. Everybody's, oh, you know, their their bosses are telling all these reporters, look, find a good question, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all the questions are lame. It's the same thing week in and out. And then you get Dick who wants to ask about his performance and whether he's happy with it. And it's like, 
There's, there's also certain things that athletes can officially say and not say, depending on what sort of programming they're on versus, you know, when he's on a podcast like that, where it's like, look, if he swear, look, Aaron Rodgers can't go on a radio show, right? Yeah. You, but you know, you, you get what I'm saying. Aaron yeah. Rodgers can't go in the post game press conference and be like, yeah, fucking media. Yeah. You My know, coach has low football like IQ. That. What yeah. do you want me to do out here? <laughs> hey, you know what I'm saying? All you yeah. fuckers are going to spin this, aren't you? <laughs> yeah. He has to go in and he has to be. The face of the yeah. Green Bay Packers. When he goes in and does something like this, it's just him BSing with his buddies, and you're always going to get a different look, and at least he can turn it on and off, you know, because there's going to be some quarterbacks who are going to, you know, hey, can we get on? Okay, cool, but, you know, I kind of mm-hmm. got to, this is how I got to act. It's just a thing. Yeah, I don't think but we're going to see Aaron Rodgers do a Denny Green after. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Put him off the hook. If you want to crown him, go ahead and crown their asses. God, that was the, Oh, Denny that was Green. Oh, is it the it, only Bears victory I ever liked because it produced that gold? Do you think that one? Which which was better, though? They are who we thought they were. Was that better or playoffs? Play, playoffs? Well, we Herm Edwards. We can't Herm Edwards. Yeah. I'm talking about playoffs. I've no, got to go with that's, the playoffs yeah, that's because Edwards, of the then, length of it that he went we, and how he just ran down the oh, entire Jim, team. Well, Jim Mora did one also. Yeah. Jim, Jim Mora did one playoffs. Jim Mora was playoffs. We can't even win a game. Yeah, you play to... Actually, my favorite Herm Edwards is when they made the playoffs and he showed everyone the sheet of paper the NFL sent the Jets that they made it to the playoffs. He's like, see, this right here. We're in the playoffs now. <laughs> it just shows it to the media. Like, the NFL uh, sends you a sheet of paper. Apparently, that's what Herm, that's what Herm did in his presser. God, McCarthy's, it, it got, McCarthy's oh, got those he's framed. He's got those framed. Okay, oh, now. Must have had somebody read it for him. This is, <laughs> hey, I can read. See, that shoe says well, Adidas. I taught him that. You know, with... <laughs> With Aaron going on the Pat McAfee, it would be. Would you guys agree? It would be great to see more players kind of free, oh, yeah. free ball it a little bit more. I know we just kind of overskewed that a little bit with you saying that. You mean you like know, Terrell players, Suggs on ballers? Yeah. <laughs> Where players? Well, I, I, to be honest, I. You know what I'd like to see is more of Tom Brady kind of calling it like it is. He's not New England anymore, but he, he's got that still in him. Especially with the the presser after the game on Thursday, he totally blew off the fourth down thing and said, "Yeah, I was looking for chunks of yards. I should have been more aware of where the situation was." But it would have been like, to, would have been great to get IQ some more like Brady. realness instead of just the oh. robotic answers. No, I think look, I think that's always going to be what the fans want mm-hmm. is getting people getting people on shows like that. But be on the real. flip side, look when you when you have a media job for an organization that is vanilla. You know, that that kind yep. of, you know, paints you into a corner as well. Look, if I'm a reporter and I work for NBC, I can't, you know, I have to be like, eh, whatever. And I've been in this situation before during in, during my time doing mm-hmm. interviews and things like that, where when I've been with certain organizations and when I was with Muscular Development, they had a real edgy, you know, that was kind of their mm-hmm. image. You know, so if somebody dropped an F-bomb, I interviewed C.T. Fletcher once and he dropped probably, you know, <laughs> His 10, videos a- are all 10 F-bombs, which made for a fantastic <laughs> interview. And I was working with a new video guy. He's like, oh, man, do I get, do I got to edit all those? I'm like, no, nah, man, just just leave them. Yeah, you just, know? Leave them. just have fun. Where there's other organizations where I've, you know, I've, I've started an interview. Ah, this is fucking. I'm like, eh, it's cut. Yeah. All right, let's Can't start over. That. Can't have that. Let's let's roll it again. Do it again. <laughs> do it again. We'll do it live. <laughs> uh, no, but uh, you know, so we can't always just put it on on the media because yeah. sometimes you know the, the media has jobs working for certain organizations where they can't even ask the hard questions. If they get an answer like that, it gets tossed out anyhow. So, um, but I think it's nice. But 
again, I, you know, I don't know if the team. It'd be interesting to to hear whether teams have rules regarding what players can do interviews with what media outlets and things like that. Whether there's restrictions. Mm-hmm. I mean, who wouldn't love to have you know Brett Favre on Howard Stern? You know, <laughs> it's I mean, about a contract. <laughs> I mean, we probably should have talked about that, but. Howard Stern's new contract. I'm not trying to sidetrack us. He got 120 mil from Sirius. Oh wow! Mm-hmm. When he originally did that deal, it was like 500, wasn't it? This was back in the mid 2000s. I, I don't know if it was 500, but it was a long term deal huge. for a good couple million. Mm-hmm. But now this yeah. 120 mil is like, you know. And, but oh. Howard Stern's their staple. Sorry, yeah. I got no, sidetracked. No, we're good. But no, but it's it's a good example because look, if look Howard Stern by just by the nature of the show is going to be a much more interesting interview than what we're seeing here on NBC 26. And that's not to speak to the talent or the ability of the reporters. It's just the, uh, the the media outlet that you're on and how they're, you know, how their, you know, platform is. But I think it would be great to see more athletes going on other platforms, you know, Joe Rogan, Pat McAfee, where they can talk openly and freely about certain things because, of course, it's going to be more inter- interesting than a, a post-game you know, game interview with some local radio stations and TV stations that you know. Look, you drop an F-bomb, you already know they have to cut it out. Mm-hmm. You see anything controversial, they have to cut it out. And... Um, and the other thing I think is, like, look, Pat McAfee is never going to chop up what Aaron Rodgers has to say, right? Right. He's never going to chop up what he has to say to make it look like what they want it to look like. And, and major TV networks do that all the time, CBS, NBC, mm-hmm. ABC. They'll do interviews for their shows, and they'll, they'll cut a preview and chop it up to make it look like it's, it's more interesting than it is. I think it was CBS or somebody did that to John Cena a number of years back when they asked him about – anabolics you know they totally chopped it to make him look terrible and then the original clip came out which made them look really bad um i don't know if you guys remember seeing that you Mm -hmm. know something along the lines and he gave this big drawn out answer and they chopped like one piece like oh you know uh, it was something like you know you know do you use anabolics and he went into this big long thing about you know like, uh, you know, uh, if I'm remembering it correctly, I haven't seen it in a long time, but like, hey, you know, as adults, you do what you have to do. There's performance requirements, and, you know, we beat up our bodies and this and this. So at some point, you have to make the decision. So, yeah, I've gone down that road, and yada, yada. Do you do this? Yeah, I've gone down, you know, and it's yeah, like, yeah, so it's they, they'll totally chop out shit out. Context, yeah. But I don't think, I don't think somebody like Joe Rogan or Howard Stern or anybody like that would do that. So I think the athletes just <laughs> no, by podcasts are three hours long. I, I think, yeah, right. But I think, that, yeah, but the athletes <laughs> yeah, by default are just going to be more comfortable going more open into that stuff. And you tapped on a really good point there, Andrew. Mm-hmm. Podcasts, generally speaking, don't have the same time restrictions. Look, if I'm NBC 26 and I've got a minute and 30 seconds to yep. get this in, Do even if he has really interesting stuff to say, hey, look, it's got to go on a show. Yeah, Chop you got to cut, cut 60% of it or something. Well, Jeez. it's funny you, you bring that up, Dave, because on this episode last Tuesday of theirs, uh, Roger Pat brought up to Aaron saying, yeah, did you see what Bleacher Report did uh, to your, your quotes from last week? And they had a pretty good joke about it. And that's where Rogers is like, yeah, that's what kind of spun the whole, yeah, the fucking media just takes a little <laughs> bit of quote and just spins it into nowhere. Mm-hmm. When I could say something really long and important for every word, but they just take that little blip and then just spin it however he's, they want to spin it. He's such an Aaron Rodgers fan answer. You know it's true. <laughs> he loves him. I don't mind the guy. I just hate that he plays for the Packers. Ah, you love the Packers. That's, a good, that's a good way to put it. I don't mind him. I just don't like the team that he plays for. Same with Favre. I would like I to, Andrew that. I would yeah, like to see Favre. that level of skill and that athletic ability 
be productive for a different team <laughs> outside <laughs> or, of the division. Or, Thank or, you, Dave. Or like even uh, my team. Yeah, I, I why not? Why, why, I said that with why, Brett Favre. Why, the, the, why can't we have that life? <laughs> the second he left why Green Bay, I was actually it? like, Favre is actually a good quarterback. And Andrew would be like, the fuck's that for? <laughs> I'm like, well, because he was with the Packers, so I didn't care. Yeah. <laughs> I hated the one he kept when he kept beating us time after time after time. It sucked. A lot of years, but, but uh, yeah, a lot of uh, you know. So this uh, this weekend in the NFL, we had again, you know, the Dak injury. Of course, that's going to probably um, take be the lead story here this week. I it's think Dallas. Um, it seemed like a lot of teams sort of got back on track this week. A lot of teams you kind of expect. It looked like Baltimore took care of business. You know, I'm glad you brought that up because I want to say it's our boy Joe now, right? That dude. I know someone laughed LSU at... LSU is really hurting without him. I'll tell you that. <laughs> it's not good. You know, Terrible someone, defense. Oh, they're someone one in the comments. Two. First time yeah. since 94. Someone in LSU the comments on YouTube. Ooh, that's nasty. Someone mm-hmm. in the YouTube comments laughed when we were pre- uh, praising Joe Burrow last week. Mm-hmm. But dude showed again today... And I think Quinn, you alluded yeah, to Yeah, I mean, it. it wasn't a stellar, uh, it wasn't an Aaron Rodgers day by any means, but 300 yards, one it touchdown, was, one pick. You know, but to do what he's doing with the supporting cast that he has as a rookie in the NFL is pretty incredible to me. You know, so I was a little leery of Joe Burrow coming in. I was worried about how he'd perform, you know, under these circumstances coming from LSU to basically being thrown into the fire at kind of a garbage team. But you know what? The guy's the guy's making it happen, and he's doing what he can. I equated him earlier to Pierce Brosnan in the terrible 007 movies he was in, where if it didn't have Pierce Brosnan, those movies would be absolute garbage instead of just being subpar. Did, did you see him? Uh, he was mic'd up. And, uh, yeah, last week? The, yeah, two weeks ago, he just, or three weeks ago, he got lit up. And then, uh, so last week he was running and he just did a little, eh, fell to the ground slide. <laughs> it was a bad and, slide. And he got up and like the defenders like laughing. He's like, I learned my lesson. You guys don't hit like that in college. Oh, you hit like that in the pros. I don't want to get that again. And then the, the two refs are talking to him like, you got to, you got to slide a little bit better. Yeah, <laughs> he's like, I'm learning. We you know, want to have you around I, for I, a while. I don't want to, I don't yeah. want to take a hit like last week. Right, it was that, a big hit. That play before the ref said that you got to learn to slide. He kind of slid like head first. Yeah, kind of awkward. It was awkward. It was that knee it where was, it looks like yeah. the knee's going to get swept under you because mm-hmm. of how bad you slid. But yeah. it's like, dude, you slide like that, they can still go after you, <laughs> technically. Yeah, you, know? you got to go feet first. Uh, mm-hmm. No, with that, well, they can Can they hit them diving? If they dive head first, they're, still, they're supposed to be down at the spot that they leap off of. Oh. That they dive for. <laughs> the NFL. But if they're falling results. forward, not diving. There you go. Falling. 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 You're not flying, but you're still, falling. When a quarterback style. is giving himself up like that, Toy you Stillary. shouldn't touch him technically, mm-hmm. or at least leap yourself at him right. like we do I see used to some always guys. love when Rodgers would do that. He'd kind of do the fake like he was going out of bounds, and he'd get like another cheap three, four, five <laughs> yards yeah, out of it. Yeah, that was, and then like <laughs> players, players like, okay, well, we're going to start, you know, next time he's ahead, like, goes like he's heading out of bounds, light him up. Yep. Well, what I always love is when he runs, he, like you immediately see his head t- look at the sideline because he wants to see where the first down marker is. So mm-hmm. he knows as soon as he gets past, he's like, maybe I'll get two more yards and I'll slide. And then, yeah. then he'll, he's like, I'm down. I only needed 10. I didn't need 20. Yep, but yeah, but Joe Burrow in Cincinnati seems to be doing good. Um, again, his, uh, I guess people make a comparison. Trevor Lawrence, again, lit it up for Clemson, not to, you know, get too off into the college football, but it's like Quinn there's loves Clemson Trevor Lawrence, and then there's like everybody I love else. Quinn loves Trevor so Lawrence. True. Like, uh, that is true. Can I brush your hair, well, Trevor? He's, he's, to be fair, Trevor, he's, he's not nearly brush. as handsome as Tom Brady. Oh, he's kind of got that horse. 
horse face going on. <laughs> but, you know, the guy can whip the ball, and he's got Travis Etienne helping him out, and Clemson is just a monster. So uh, you know, hopefully the Big Ten will be coming back here, I think, like the 25th or something 24th. like that. 24th. Oh, so. Look at this glamour shot of him for you, Quinn. He's, he's not as handsome. Quinn, there picture. was a scare That's in that nice, game nice on Saturday. Kid, but he's not, yeah. he's not yeah, when we're talking level of handsome. What if he has a chest rug like Henry Cavill? I don't think Ugg is going to be throwing he him any contracts. This guy doesn't have any hair on his face, much less on his, on his, on his yeah. chest. There, now, there was a scare Saturday night in that game for Trevor. Yes, there was. When, what was that Somebody again? Somebody pulled his hair? Uh, I don't remember that. Yeah. <laughs> hey. Hey, so pulling my hair hat like that, <laughs> but but no, there's you know again when you're an elite level athlete like that, everybody knows you're gonna be the top pick of the draft. I think the games are watched a lot more closely than normal. Any little hit or incident or thing like that is really gonna be looked at. And so what happened? Know, had a little bit of a scare and yeah, what was the hit? What kind of a scare? There was a I, hit or what? I think it was uh, he was. I don't remember if he was rolling out or making a run, and I think he took a little bit of a shot and awkward landing. Yeah, you know. Uh, to, to be fair, my ESPN and ESPN get it together. The amount of buffering I had to suffer through <laughs> through that game. Only only my love of sunshine kept, Maybe it, kept is, the game is it on. buffering or does your home internet suck? No, because it's no, great the, on everything else. No, the neighbor's internet sucks. Hey, shh. They don't need to know <laughs> oh, about hey, that. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> the but, bar. Uh, <laughs> you know, to get that password figured Anyhow, out? Anyhow, <laughs> a, good, a good week in the yes, NFL. Uh, uh, Tom Brady losing. Um, was uh, a low light of my week, but uh, a lot of good games, a lot of interesting stuff. But it is that time of the oh, week. Is it? Drum roll! It is time for go. the answer. I can't wait to see this power one. rankings. Can't wait. To All see right. It. Well, here we go. Here's your power rankings. Starting at number five, they were victorious today, and they've been they are really showing how good they are since they got their quarterback back. The Pittsburgh Steelers are at number five. Not bad. Not bad. Good running game. Are we going to hold our comments until he goes through all of them, or are we going to interrupt? Go ahead and interrupt if you got an issue. I just think they've beaten a bunch of chumps, and I don't think they deserve to be rated that high. Wow. But anyways, right. continue. All right. No, no, no. Well, no, no. Give your reason why they're at five since he uh, insulted they your said pick. They're a complete team. They got a stellar defense. They don't. I mean, they've got a great uh, supporting cast with Ben with, with Connor, and then uh, they had another wide receiver emerge today. He had three touchdowns. Uh, Claypool, mm-hmm. yeah, Claypool. So they've got a complete. Is that Les's son? Yes. No. Anyway. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, I just think when you're beating up on little sisters of the poor, anybody can look like a who superstar. Did, who did they play? The, they, the Eagles. Today, the, the Eagles, Eagles, and they they the they, Eagles they, put up a fight. Yeah. yeah, the Eagles aren't the best. One and three and one, but Pittsburgh's four and zero right now. So I mean, <laughs> hey, they're to the, if the. How uh, Dallas do they have do? a buy already? Why, Dallas, why is Pittsburgh Dallas only lost. four and Oh, nice! Well, so, them so, boys. So if Dallas lost. So then that means the Eagles at one, three, and one are your division leaders. <laughs> I'll confirm real quick. Actually, okay. the Dallas won. Dallas oh, so won. They, they, they're two, three, and two and three. So they're the leaders the in the division now. Mike yep. McCarthy kept his job again. All right, answer. All Who right, you got so next? then number four. They beat uh, a pretty good team this week. Your Cleveland Browns. Wow. The Cleveland Browns. <laughs> are, are, you, are you serious right now? They Four beat the Colts. They, they beat, beat the, Colts. the Colts. They whooped up on your favorite uh, coaches. Yeah. <laughs> your favorite coach. <laughs> your favorite owner in Ursach. And then last week they beat your favorite coach in McCarthy. So <laughs> who uh, who did the Browns lose to? Uh, the Ravens. Week okay. one. So Week it's, a, it's a fair enough loss to mm-hmm. a good team. Yes. Mm-hmm. I just have... It just doesn't sit right with me hearing somebody saying, 
And this week, a team that's doing good, the Cleveland <laughs> the Browns. But they're four and one. They they're beat four and the one. Colts now. So beat the Colts, the who, had the, who had the best. Who had the best? Colts defense. were three and one. Fair enough. Now mm-hmm. four and one. No. No, the Colts, Colts. were. Three oh, and I thought one. I, I thought I heard yeah. the Browns. Sorry. And the Browns were three and one. Yeah. Both teams going into the game. We're three and one. Yes. Three and one. So that was a that was a big game. Hey, the, the Colts okay. defense is no joke either. They are. I mean, they do have a good defense, good. and there's always Philip the Rivers. Five. Yeah, Philip yeah. Rivers, for as awkward as a throw as he does, shot <laughs> he throws a hey, football like a and shot. And real quick, with the, the new head coach hire for the Cleveland Browns, they actually went to go after him before, and they should have did that. And look at the results they are getting now with this head coach inducing the run more, and then mixing play oh, action yeah. in. And now the Browns are actually Did you winning. Say inducing the run. That, that's inducing. what I was thinking too. Inducing. Somebody has children on the mind. I think. Going <laughs> <laughs> to have one induced here in the next couple of weeks. <laughs> All right, number three. Okay, number three. Your reigning defending Super Bowl champions, Whoa. Kansas City Chiefs. That's a they big drop. A, they dropped the three after losing to the Raiders. The king of <laughs> inconsistency. Oh, Las Vegas. Ooh, almost Las said Las Vegas Raiders. Las Vegas that's, Raiders. I mean, they beat the Saints and then they lose to some helpless, yeah, helpless team. You know, those those but divisional that, games, though. I mean, yeah, no, they, they can they go, always play. They tough. can go they can, any way. That's possible. Derek Carr's first victory in Arrowhead, by the way. He's one and wow. six. Good. Wow, first victory in uh, Arrowhead. Mm-hmm. Good for him. So Andy Reid uh, returning to form as per what usual. happened with the, what happened with this game? I didn't I didn't catch any of the highlights. It, I mean, so the Chiefs started off hot, generally. But then, Oak, or oh. Oakland, Las Vegas <laughs> yeah. came in. It's not to, that easy. Came back, mm-hmm. and then yeah. it was a teeter totter game. And then uh, Patrick Mahomes threw a pick, didn't yeah. help. Scored oh. again. Yeah, forty to thirty-two was the final. 32. I mean, they they lost by a touchdown to the Bills. Then they they lost by sixteen to the Patriots, but yet managed to beat the Raiders, but or beat the Saints by ten. So the Raiders have and a the Panthers of, by four. Right. So the Raiders have, I mean, now two big wins mm-hmm. over yep. the Saints and the Chiefs. So, mm-hmm. I mean, they have to be considered, even though their record isn't, you know, phenomenal. They've got to be on, moving up. They, they the, pl- it's like they play good against the good teams and bad against yeah, the bad Yeah, that's teams. like those kind of games. to the level that, of the talent. Yeah, yes. that's like the, like the Packers used to all the time with low football <laughs> IQ Mike McCarthy. <laughs> yeah. can, no, never, can never find a chance. But, uh, but Mahomes, you know, throwing shit. his first yeah. interceptions of the year. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like you said, it's a divisional game. They only lost by, you know, one. it was a one-score yep. game. And it... They probably easily could have walked away with this victory too, but they, you know, they had penalties. They, I think they lost their right tackle. Mm. He was he he uh, he was just running to injuries have been a big thing this year. Yeah, he just was running downfield to block for Mahomes as he ran out of the pocket, and all of a sudden he just went down with a knee and like his knee like just gave out on him. He had he had to get carted off. I gotta say I am surprised that Gruden has lasted this long with the Raiders. I honestly thought he was going to be like. These guys are giving me all this money to come out of the booth. All right, whatever. I'll show up and do a show, and then well, dude, I'll be out of here. Eight more years. Yeah, he's got eight a few more, more years. Ten million a year. Hey, what should I do with this team? Let's uh, we'll trade Khalil Mack. <laughs> let's let's destroy. We'll team, destroy. Man. We'll trade Khalil uh, Mack for a bag of beans. Well, thank you, John. Thank <laughs> you. Bag of beans. <laughs> Dirty pair of socks. <laughs> and then uh, Mari Cooper. He's nothing. Get him out of here. What yeah, oh, you know, okay. it, there always seems to be those teams every year where their they, their record has them as a bad team, but you're like, God, I hope we don't meet these guys in the playoffs because they're right. dangerous, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Or if, they, like, you know, it's they've got nothing. It's to a trap lose. game. Nothing to lose. Yeah. They've got nothing to lose. Like so no, often, the best. number two is 
Who we got here? Near Oregon. <laughs> Gin. I gun. hear Oregon. I hear Portland's nice this time Gin. of year. Gin, Gen, and Gun. Hello, Eugene. <laughs> no, um, hey, Seattle Russell Wilson. Seahawks. Again. And Russell Wilson is right now is probably your, your league MVP. It's mm-hmm. between him and Rodgers. But he has a slight advantage on, on Rodgers. Yeah, and, but. and we talked about how, I, and I'll agree with you on this one. I'm Your first couple of picks with the Browns and Pittsburgh, I'm not okay with. But <laughs> um, with Seattle, I am because we were saying earlier in the podcast, if you had to go like 80 yards in two minutes in the NFL, who do you want for a quarterback? And a lot of us said Russell Wilson because of his dual threat uh, ability. Capability. And the guy's got a great arm. Tom Brady. Mahomes. Do well Rogers, last if he's Rogers, if, Mahomes, if Brady's Russell has three Wilson. timeouts, he needs to rest. You know, he's getting up there. <laughs> no, I will say the the only yes. thing that's hindering Seattle here is their terrible pass defense. They're last yeah. in uh, their last in pass defense. And tonight we are pre-recording this before the the Viking, Sunday night game Vikings. Yeah, yeah they Vikings should win, Seattle. but it, Seattle should win this one because I'm sure Kirk Cousins is going to give them a couple opportunities. Oh, you like that. <laughs> so, <laughs> hey, here, catch this, other team. So even if catch they do lose, let's just say by some weird cha- chance here that the Seattle loses, they keep the number two. If they, they lose, I think you got to drop them. They would drop of because of Minnesota because the uh, they fold quicker than a $2 suit. A $2 tuxedo. $2 tuxedo. Not even a suit. Shout a out to Dauber. <laughs> guy's going to have a job on ESPN. All right, and soon. then the number one for the answer is power rankings. Oh, everybody's who, well, favorite who could team. It be? They're on a bye this week. Oh, I can't find my mouse. There it is. You're a Green Bay Packers. That's right. Weird. What else do they have to do, Dave? I mean, they to, have to impress you. The top rated they quarterback, to Aaron Jones, is in the top. Top uh, half Top of, of rushing. Everything. Oh, he's just doing great. <laughs> they throw to hell. Big shout out to Robert Tanyan, who I picked up in my fantasy football team, getting three touchdowns yeah. Monday night. Now, was that a Big lightning Rob. strike? Just lightning strike once there? Or um, are we Rich Eisen. Tight end? Rich Eisen, and I knew this before I heard it from Rich Eisen. He did his, his run knows. the 40, his uh, 40 for charity that he does every year at the Combine. Greg Kittle was there. And Kittle is good friends with Tanya, and they train together. And Kittle told Eisen, watch out for this guy. And I think the Packers are kind of like, let's not use him too much early on in the season. Mm-hmm. You that's know, interesting you know, you kind of use him, get him more, yeah. get him ready. And then the playoff push, that's when he'll really use him. But then, you know, Adams was out, Lazard was out. So then, then Mercedes Lewis was out too. So that had that put him in big time. He was probably just tired. He's kind of he's an older guy. Well, it could have been. It could, well, same with Devontae, Why they kept him out? They knew they were going to win that game. Didn't yep. matter oh, who it's they a had. gimme. Like I was expecting like big things from like Aaron mm-hmm. Jones and Irvin, and I was slightly wrong because Jamal yeah. Williams had you know ninety eight yards receiving, and then yeah. Tanya had ninety five and three touchdowns. Well, see, I was going into that game thinking like, all right. It is time for these tight ends to put up or mm-hmm. shut up, and they need to show me something because they haven't done jack since basically Jared Cook and uh, and uh, Jimmy Graham. Wow, Jimmy Graham has more touchdowns for the Bears this year than he did his three years for the Packers. Yeah, but he had that or one game where years. he single-handedly got us into the playoffs, and we did the uh, the Jimmy bit from well, Goodfellas. When he, when he so. caught a pass against <laughs> Jimmy! <laughs> God, that was... Yes, that son was, of a bitch! Yes, son of a bitch! Well, see, 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 I'll give him this. The touchdown catch he had against the oh, Buccaneers God, where, he one, where he one-handed it, he tried to do that so many times on the Packers and never fucking caught it. 
But yeah, you know, for the bear, oh, this is so easy. Yeah. But no, it's it like was, catching a golf ball. Yeah, it was put up or Little shut Nick up Foles. time for the Packers well, tight yeah. ends. That that's the thing. Nick Foles lobbed it in there like a dead fish, yeah. so that's why he could catch it. Unlike Rogers putting it right on his. Yeah, it, they look, hit me my numbers. I don't know how to catch it. Like it's not that easy to one hand a ball coming at seventy miles an hour, dude. Don't be, Actually, just, it, if you've ever done it. It's easier. You it sticks mean. into the glove. I would oh, yeah, know. Um, well, um, actually, that's not true. <laughs> I love those guys. Well, don't you Give ever see? Oh, I know, but don't you ever see Odell Beckham? That's all he does with a jug machine is go like this and <laughs> yeah, catch it one hand. Let's not talk about Beckham and compare him to anybody. Dude's a freak in a lot of ways. <laughs> On the field, we off the field and too. The well, we, yes. yeah, we, won't. <laughs> oh, we, we didn't get into that too all much. Right, let's not talk about we number don't like two anymore. Rumors, but we think we like everyone. Dropping in their comments of their top five rankings. Keep it up. So we David, see it every week. Ask them a question. You know what else we do every week? <laughs> Pen just explode. Hey, make sure you bang that bell, smash that subscribe button, and we're going to hear from Dauber. Hopefully. Maybe. Hello. Oh, Nick shnikes. James, bitch. You are live on the Bad Medicine Podcast. Nick, how you doing, bud? Good. How about you? We're doing well here. Andrew just dropped his answers. Week five, power, week six, five, six, power rankings. Five, week five. Power rankings for this week, Dauber. Uh, we want to get your thoughts. Um, coming in at number five, we have the Pittsburgh Steelers. Claypool. Yep. I read about Dave. You like Okay, coming in. Yeah, I'm just going to recap this these is, for our listeners here. This is here. going into week okay, six. Okay, yeah, okay. yep. so we got Pittsburgh Steelers coming in at number four. We have the <laughs> no. Cleveland Browns. Browns is number four. Coming in at number three. No. We, Steelers yep. is five. Steelers is five. That's, that's what, what said. I said. No, I said, yeah, you're on crack. Browns is four. You're wrong. The, the Kansas City Chiefs getting bumped down to number three. The Seattle Seahawks at number two, and the Green Bay Packers stay atop at number one. Dauber, what say you? Okay, first of all, I will go with Packers one. Um, they are the best. I think they're the best team in the NFL. They're the most complete team in the NFL right now. Um, Rodgers is, is at a different level. And, uh, well, Russell Wilson is playing good, too. Um, <laughs> That's why they're number, number two. two number two, I, I'm going to put my Buffalo Bills up there. Whoa! Uh, see, answer oh. didn't even have him in the top five yeah, this week. Yeah, they dropped out. I know. Out. I know. Hey, that's his opinion, and he has a right to his own opinion. Damn right. So, <laughs> do, what do you think of Andrew's opinion in general, though? Well, it's a I don't want to blow. I don't want to snoop my wad tonight. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Hey, that's all right. Yeah. All right. So we'll continue up the list. Hey, can I go back on my Packers comment right now? You sure, sure. as hell can. Okay, this is something I see on Facebook a lot last year when Rodgers wasn't playing his best ball. And, and Andrew two. and Mason and you, Dave, you guys are good Packer fans. I didn't see you guys complain about Dabber. him a lot. But, huh? No, continue. <laughs> but I'm going to tell you right now, any Packer fan listening who's ever pitched about Aaron Rodgers in the past, can kiss my ass because you you do not know how good you have it. <laughs> <laughs> it's coming from a, a hardcore Viking fan. Well, come on, he had Brad Johnson. No, keep going. You're on fire. <laughs> hey, you had Randall Cunningham, Dante <laughs> yeah, Culpepper. Yeah, you had the rocket. 
Well, actually, I got nothing against Randall Cunningham because Cunningham actually did things when he was in Minnesota. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, yeah, he did. Okay, how about uh, just not enough? How about the Chiefs falling to number three? I'm I'm gonna bump them back one more to four and put the Seahawks at three. Okay, we'll switch it there. The mighty sea chickens. Switch that around. So you have pretty uh pretty big impact on their power rankings with the loss uh, loss to the Raiders, huh? Yeah, mm-hmm. the Chiefs are number, my number four team yet. I I still like Kansas City. I'm kind of worried a little bit about their defense now, and that is a matchup we will see next Monday night is Kansas City and Buffalo, and that's going to be an interesting Ooh. game. That's gonna be good. Yeah, that's gonna be a good one. A lot of a lot of eyes gonna be on that to see where uh, see where Buffalo really there. stands so far this that's year. Probably gonna be, that, that's God, probably gonna be better than the other shitty Monday night game they probably have lined up between the Jets and the Jaguars or something. Stupid. <laughs> <laughs> the Jets and the Jaguars. Uh, yeah, uh, guys, let's see we, who can suck more. Who can suck worse? And how about Pittsburgh capping off answers top five for the week? I like Pittsburgh. Um, I think I I I I am. Uh, What's the kid's name that they drafted? The wide receiver who had four touchdowns today. For Claypool. 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 That kid is a beast. And um, TK I, in the play today. They are my, in my top five. And I was a little bit, I was worried a little bit with their defense today, but I think they'll get it together. I think they'll be fine. But, wow. um, all right, so that's uh, that's Dauber's take on our answers top five. Now we want to roll in to talk a little bit about WWE. Uh, we got some things to talk about: Braun Strowman and Finn Balor. A couple other things going on. Um, Nick, you said you wanted to pick uh, the uh, the podcast brain on a wrestling question, or you had one you want to pose. So I think this is a pretty pretty solid segue into our wrestling Absolutely. talk. Uh, throw it at us. Okay, babe. Nothing against you. You're a casual wrestling fan, so this, you might... No, it's not a knock. It's no, a... I know, I know. It's We're... just truth. But I just want to get your guys' opinions, and you probably covered it a couple of weeks ago, and I'm sorry if I... I just got my Pro Wrestling Illustrated magazine today, and they had John Moxley as the number one best wrestler. Um, yeah, yeah, we talked about that. Yeah, absolutely. Go ahead with, what you, with your thoughts on it. What are your thoughts on that? I kind of had to disagree. Uh, I and I would agree with your disagreement as well. Yeah, exactly. I think I'm, that uh, you know Moxley is a guy who's a big fish in a small pond. Yep. And I think to put him ahead of the talent that WWE has, you know, for example, you had two guys in Kyle O'Reilly and Finn Balor on the NXT Takeover who had potentially a match of the year candidate. And it was almost just a throwaway match. And it just shows you how good the guys in WWE are when they're given the stage to completely showcase their talents. And I think a guy like Moxley, he's he's never done anything really for me from the start. I always kind of thought he was an undersized guy, not the most um, entertaining on the promos, kind of a weird finisher for having to have an undersized guy use a lariat and a DDT for a finisher. Um, you know, you're not Stan Hansen out there throwing a lariat or JBL by any means. So, yes, yeah, exactly. I mean, you look at it and it's just not from a guy like that. It's not believable. So, I mean, he's definitely probably top 10 for sure. Yeah. But number one, I, I would disagree. I just think there's so much talent out there and a lot of talent not being utilized quite honestly. And we see it every now and then you'll see it. I mean, how did you see the, um, the, the Roman Reigns Jey Uso match, Dauber? Yeah, yeah, that was a good one. 
Now, do you think that that was probably the best match you can remember Roman Reigns having recently? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, and, and, and again, I just thought that's what happens when you have two guys. You just let them go out there and just let it snap, and I think that's what you get. So uh, I kind of had a long-winded answer to your <laughs> question, but I always like to hear back from from other people about wrestling and what they're seeing and what they, uh, what they uh, take I, away from it. I honestly think it was just a give like AEW like kind of street cred because they had the yeah, number I mean, one wrestler. Th- th- I think it was kind of that. Yeah. There's been some rumors that Dave Meltzer is more than just uh, a fan of AEW that there, he might have some financial involvement in it and things like that. So, you know, he's certainly very influential in the business. So who knows if that's affecting it or not. <laughs> Dave Meltzer. All right. Well, Dabber, we're going to get rolling yeah. into a right. few other topics. But As thank always, you. we appreciate you joining in. And, uh, one, thing, one quick thing. One quick thing. I promise it'll be quick. Go ahead. That's what she said. Um, another thing is, Pro Wrestling Illustrated has never been, has not been the same since the great Bill Abdul left it. I would, oh. I would agree with that. Yep. I have right, no comment. We'll talk to you later, Dauber. Thanks for joining in. Bye. All right, everyone. That was Nick Dobson, uh, number one fan of the podcast. Our boy Dauber has, uh, as always on the, uh, the NFL power rankings for the week. Um, we did talk a little bit about the rankings, so mm-hmm. always a good subject yep. to bring back up and always good to get Dauber's input on that. The big news coming out of WWE this week. Oh, boy. <laughs> Didn't really have anything to do with was wrestling. Was it the draft? <laughs> what a terrible draft. <laughs> Didn't have... Don't you have a buzzer you could as, hit for that, Dave? <laughs> Didn't have as much to do with wrestling on, as it did... I thought did, you were hitting the bump bump but up bow. As Anyways. it did Braun Strowman Oof. taking a selfie, um, an ab selfie. Andrew, can we bring that up? The Braun mm, Strowman yeah. ab selfie. So he posted on Instagram an ab selfie. He's in great he's shape. He's looking great. <laughs> he's in great shape for his size, and I think he's proud yeah. of his accomplishments. He's yeah. you know joked on his social media about doing a, a men's physique competition. Um, mm-hmm. The worlds of like bodybuilding and fitness and WWE are crossing over because once uh, again on the fitness side, people are like, is he really going to do it? You know, yep. um, and structurally, he's not quite built for doing the division he talks <laughs> oh. about doing mm-hmm. but he did this selfie here and then uh, Andrew if we zoom out a little bit he had a he had a syringe on the counter Whoops. now I'm gonna comment on this from somebody who's you know inside the fitness industry and stuff like that and um, you know Braun Strowman's response to the picture was that he's taking vitamin B12 injections which are very common among athletes and people are like, oh, can't you just take vitamin B12? No, vitamin B12 uh, injections That's are, they work significantly <laughs> better. In fact, now I'm a popular thing energy? in a lot of bigger cities and for a lot of elite level athletes is actually doing IV and vitamin, or excuse me, vitamin amino acid nutrient drips like oh, IV. IV mm-hmm. sure. So we're not even talking intramuscular injections. Now we're talking about intravenous injections where they're getting right hooked up. Blood. Like, you, you know, people started doing it in Vegas. Like basically you can go on or like a rager all night and then just <laughs> go to the, go to the next morning, oh, yeah, go to the that, next yeah. morning, get an IV hooked up for like an hour and you're good to go for the rest of the day. Yep. Jesus, um, not only do you amazing. get intravenous hydration, they'll give you a bag of saline. So no more dehydrated, the headaches, but they'll give you um, vitamins and all sorts of good stuff. Oil but, change. Vitamin B12 injections. So that's what he's going with. You now, know what I mean. like, look, uh, is he, he's look, obviously he's an incredibly muscular guy. Mm-hmm. He's very strong. So the questions comes about are anabolics. I'm sure that's where everybody went. He said vitamin B12. 
this is a situation where I'm 100% giving him the benefit of the doubt, okay? Look, he's a smart guy. He posted the picture. He wouldn't have just had that sitting out. And look, he wouldn't have... It's, it's right there in the open. He mm-hmm. wouldn't have just had that sitting out on his counter if it was a situation where, you know, whatever. Now, am I going to come out here and say that a guy who's six foot eight, 360 pounds has never taken anything <laughs> to help with his muscularity? Absolutely not. And I don't want to sit here and, and insult anybody's intelligence, but as far as this thing is concerned, him coming back and saying, look, it was for a B12 shot, fine. And for those of you being, oh, it's for vitamins, vitamin B12 shots are, they either have to be deep subcutaneous or preferably intramuscular shots. So yes, you would use a long needle, Yes, it is for a vitamin injection. Yes, it is very common among athletes and top professionals. What's the, the payoff on the B12 injections? Um, just metabolism, energy. There's kind of a laundry okay. list of, uh, of good things for all kinds of B vitamins. But, um, you know, it's, it's Any not. Any drawbacks? It's not uncommon. Now, you'd have to use a ton of it to have, like, right. drawbacks. Well, you know, a whole palette just, full. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and a lot of vitamin B12. So, it's you know, for, for him <laughs> saying that that's what he does it, and it was, it was a quick response. The WWE hasn't come out and said anything, and. And really, at the end of the day, who cares? Right. I mean, you who, know, who, who, yeah. who really, in, in this day and age. Oh, and then everyone's, oh, that's fake crap. Anyways, well, then who really, watch. Who yeah. really, who cares? If you're, yeah. if you're watching, I don't care whether you're watching WWE, whether you're watching the NFL, basketball, baseball, any sport in today's day and age, if you are under the veil that these sports are all natural and there's nobody doing anything, then you just look. I've got uh, oceanfront property for sale in Narnia for you. Mm. Hit me up. I'll give you a great deal. Oh, send, good stuff. Send me the money first. Send me the money first. Tell I'll send you. I'll send you the deed. Yeah. So you know what? Like I said, I'll take his word for it. If it's not, who cares? Yeah, I remember Jericho had a really good answer to this, uh, and it was a couple years back. He was still with the WWE, and they were uh, somebody from the media was asking him about you know the use of anabolics or steroids, whatever, and he just gave a response, and it was it was so great. He just looked at the reporter and said, "Well, why should that matter?" Wait, why do you care? Yeah, and mm-hmm. that's where the conversation ended. He didn't because they didn't. Why do you, have why do you care? To say. He talked about it on his podcast when yeah. he first went and met Vince when he was still in WCW, and he went up to meet Vince. He was like, "Yeah, I was a little bit bigger because I was gassed up." Yeah, why why so, would anybody? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, why would anybody care? Like, yeah, I why get, do you care? I get fans getting upset if it's in sports if you think somebody has some sort of unfair advantage, <laughs> which it's not unfair when 75 percent right. of every league is using. It's just called you know, leveling. Who doesn't use just it? called Rogers. It's called leveling the playing field. Uh, he's, yeah, Rodgers has definitely used most NFL. Here's here we've talked about this before. I'll tell it again. NFL players when they get hurt and they come back faster than normal people heal, isn't because they have super healing genes. It's because they're using things as Dave had whispered, human growth hormone, other things to help uh, speed up the recovery process because they are literally worth millions of dollars, and having them on the field is the mm-hmm. difference in millions of dollars. Assets. So. Yeah, people are like, oh, you got a broken leg. You'll be back in four weeks. Not normally. <laughs> but, they got some kind of machine with nanobots. But, yeah. <laughs> but, um, but look, especially, like super true. especially in wrestling. Who, who yeah, cares? Well, why, it's entertainment. Nobody got mad when actors get all jacked up for movie roles. No, Marvel so, diet. The, yeah. the old, the old yeah. Marvel diet. Well, yeah. we needed Hemsworth to put on 60 pounds. <laughs> so we worked with a personal trainer for six chicken months. Chicken breast and broccoli. Eight, chicken breast. Are you trying to tell Tell me, do you realize that as a, as a natural, somebody training completely natural, who's already worked out for a number of years in their 30s, if you had a phenomenal year and put on seven or eight pounds of muscle, 
that would be great. So these actors who put on 30 pounds, well, it was over the course of six months. <laughs> so what? <laughs> Spoiler alert. It's impossible to put on 30 pounds of muscle in six months or even a year naturally. No, so anytime you, just... you see an actor who put on 20 or 30 pounds of muscle inside of five years. Except Tom Hardy. They're not natural. Well, it's not that hard to put on 30 pounds. If you hit the gym real hard. Guys, we're not doctors here. The, the NC2A, the summer. The NC2A <laughs> has people for that. <laughs> Come on, guys. We're not doctors. I got sick of just being on special teams. <laughs> hey, you know, should we should... tell Coach about this? Hell no. He don't want to know about this. <laughs> hey, you want to know who should be on that Marvel diet? Goddamn Robbie P. Hey. He is uh, he is an artist. Uh, <laughs> are we, are out we, in, are we done with the WWE talk? We're moving on to Big Rob and Batman. We're moving on we're to Big Rob. So according to wegotthiscovered.com, now we will say that this is not the most reliable source <laughs> in the world. So I, as we, I pointed out, we'd like to uh, we like to we'd like to just put that out there. But yeah, breaking with from it, four days ago. We got this cover.com reported that Robert Patton said uh, is rumored to have been sent home from the Batman set for not being in shape. I said they talk about how long coming this has been, how everything has been put off, how production has faced shutdowns because of the pandemic. And they're saying, and now it's time to put on your tinfoil hat because in the latest rumor making the rounds is a conspiracy theory. <laughs> Of the highest order, okay, um, that the real reason um, <clears throat> that they put on the brakes was because Pattinson um, wasn't in shape. Um, now, the, con, or the, the, the comeback to this rumor is that they're just using that as a rumor because Pattinson has been so incredibly difficult to work with um, so there's a lot going on here that uh, that he's difficult to work with. He's not in shape, and that um, you know they said take it with an industrial heaping of <laughs> take this one with an industrial heaping of the salt. But even if it's way off the mark, quote uh, it wouldn't surprise us to learn that there's still some sort of trouble brewing behind <laughs> the scenes. No. Okay, okay, can, can I can I jump in here? You absolutely okay. can. Yeah. So I, 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 I think I think I'm you're not a casual fan some of points, but but okay. go ahead. Yeah, I just think so. The the end of the story kind of says it right there. Even if it's way off the mark and not true and a complete lie, oh, it's still pretty interesting, isn't it? <laughs> okay, so my my take on. My take on Robert Pattinson being sent home for not being in good enough shape for the Batman movie, I can look at this from a couple of different angles because we did see Robert Pattinson himself come out and quote earlier in the year or yep. earlier in production that he wasn't going to work out for this role. He didn't want to work out for this role. He personally didn't feel that Batman had to be, you know, oh, the huge, Christian yeah. Bale Batman. He didn't feel like that was it. So he comes out and says, you know, I don't feel like I should have to work out to fit this role. They obviously picked him doing that. Even with weights, this is a slender guy yeah, with you, a small you you figure. Were getting. He's an ectomorph. Yeah. Look, this is a guy on a little frame. You knew what you were getting, mm -hmm. okay? But on the flip side of that argument, where I will defend 
Big Rob for you. <laughs> Tiny is, Rob. Well, I will defend him is when it's I like look at the John. other roles that he's done and how dynamic of an actor he really is. Part of me thinks, okay, if they said you need to have this appearance for this role, that he would be dedicated to to doing that. Mm-hmm. He would. Um, and and he seems like that kind of actor. So he was look, an actual vampire for the Twilight. Yeah, movies. he was. He turned actual into an vampire. actual vampire. He's that dedicated. Special HGH on so that. Um, <laughs> yeah, the special, the kind that makes you lose all the weight. Um, <laughs> but no, so it's it's an interesting discussion because he, yeah. he, like I said, he himself came out and said, you know, I really don't feel like I should have to work out for this movie. But look, man, if. Bottom line is, if there's a shirtless scene or something like that, yeah, they can CGI it a little bit. Bobby's yeah. Toby Maguire, <laughs> you know, old Spider-Man abs. Yeah. Um, but you can only do like that so much and have it look realistic before it starts to really look CGI-ish, especially yeah. if there's any sort of fight scenes with his shirt off and things like that. And there um, really shouldn't be in Batman. There I mean, really shouldn't it, be in it, Batman it, because it, he's not fighting. You know, he's always got his bat gear on. Yeah, yeah. It, it seems like the um, kind of the roadmap for that is they'll do one workout scene with whoever the actor is, whether it be Christian Bale or Ben Affleck. They'll show him working out shirtless. Thank like, you, okay, Rocky. He's got the build. He looks big. Now we can put him in the back yeah, suit. Like they did with, yeah, it's, yeah, you know, sure, you, to make it realistic. You, you but have look, it in your head, yeah. Right, but if he's got to do something and he's looking scrawny, you're going to have a hard time selling that because people still expect him to be in shape. And I would think, from a director's <laughs> standpoint, you got to imagine, like, if he came out and looked really ripped, then fans would be like, oh, shit, did you see yeah. Rob? Yeah, look how good he looked. So there's versus, like, oh, man. Because I'll tell you what, and this is this is fact, okay? This is fact. You can book it. You can write it down. This is fact about the new Batman movie. If there is a shirtless scene and he comes out looking like he did in Twilight or his Harry Potter audition with his scarf. Andrew, get up that picture while I'm still on this topic. If he comes out looking like that, you're going to lose that audience for the rest of the movie. Look, they came out with a trailer. People had all sorts of questions. The trailer looked really dark and gritty, and people absolutely loved it. If these trailers put butts in the seats and you're sitting there in the shirtless scene, where <laughs> got to find it for me, Andrew. I'm counting on you here. Add to that shirtless. <laughs> and just type yeah. in Robert Pattinson shirtless. What, what, what you kind of... You wanted kind, Harry Potter. What kind of Google uh, expert are you? If he comes... I don't uh, want this in my Google history. Shirtless. Why is your... <laughs> just blame it on me. Yeah, Dave told me to. <laughs> Twist the uh, arm. Oh, what the oh, hell? Not arm. that one. <laughs> not that one. No. Oh. Who said shirtless? Just back it up. Who said shirtless? Just back it up. Scroll blur, down. Blur all scroll, the stuff. No, don't go back to shirtless. Oh, my God. Go back to shirtless. Now, scroll down for me for a little while. Keep scrolling. Dave, what like, do you look like? Keep Robbie scrolling. Uh, no, you see okay. Some I saw. Uh, just don't. Stop. Stop. Exactly. Okay. Why? Just go back. I think we got the point. No, 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 I gotta burn this now. Google Robert Pattinson modeling. <laughs> no, that's what I think that's gonna be bad too. I think that's gonna be just bad. The top half of the Google images were fine. 
the top half of the conglomerate. Why did someone have just just go back to the top? Go back to the top. I'm just as surprised as you are, folks. Scroll up to the top. There's Eddie Van Halen. Yeah. Scroll back up. No, no. God, come on. We're all adults here. Yeah. No, just yeah. But YouTube is gonna like Pattinson modeling. No, it's there. Look, it'll be fine. It will be fine. Well, to your point, Oak, I've got to believe that the the director knows that they all saw the reaction to the trailer. And I think you'd be like, okay, if there was any questionable scenes like that, perhaps they there end up on the cutting room floor. <laughs> there we go. Dude, he looks like he's like 12. I don't care. Fun. I don't even want to look at be Photoshop. <laughs> look, Jesus. if they go to a shirtless scene in bed, how is he going to be <laughs> able to save the damsel in distress <laughs> if he looks like that? This he is can't your even mask, hold himself going up that zip line. Hero. He's like, you're six. losing the audience. He's like, I'm going to throw this battering at you. We just lost you. our audience. <laughs> we just lost you know, our audience. This, this wasn't even on the board to discuss tonight, but that's okay. Quinn, uh, <sighs> you never know what's going to happen at the no, Bad Medicine is, Podcast. No, you don't. So speaking of TV and movies. <laughs> Goodbye, yes. everyone. All right. <laughs> We're going to get back on track. I got a good feeling speaking about this. Speaking of TV and movies. Take uh, it away. Yeah, so we're going to, let's talk about... Um, what it would do you want to so, talk? Well, see, I brought this up to Quinn Diamond Dave uh, the other week. I think it was after I burned through. Uh, what was I watching? It was whatever show, but you. Were, oh, it was Cobra Kai. It was after Cobra. I burned through Cobra Kai, and there was a bunch of new shows. You know, he's I've, he's been on me to finish up Ozark and everything, and it kind of lost me a little bit. And I was telling Diamond Dave that you know I'm just kind of burnt out on shows. I'm just there's nothing out there that really grabs my attention, even a show that used to be an event for so many people uh the walking dead i'm like yeah you know i'm watching it i'm but at this point i'm just kind of let's get to the finish let's see how they wrap it up you know and and i just i don't know if a lot of you folks out there are feeling that same way but do you feel like you're kind of just burnt out on shows and you just you maybe you're watching something else maybe you're just watching youtube clips or or how to's on stuff around your house or things you might be interested in because at this point right now guys i'm pretty burnt out on tv and, Start with uh, Andrew. Andrew, do you have uh, any of those feelings? Anything you're burnt out on? Feel like you know no, shows I mean, don't usually have your I attention? just go to like you know <laughs> like YouTube clips, like you said, just because then you you have a whole plethora of things to yes. watch. It's not like I've watched every single YouTube clip. I wish I had. That'd right. be cool. Yes, but no, I haven't. And it, um, I mean, I'm I always do look for like new shows to watch and stuff like that. Like when like this is the last season of Last Call Saul. So then I'm going to binge that. Yeah. Better call, call Saul. Better yeah. call. Yep. Less call. Less call. It's still, call. It's still <laughs> his last call, though. Yeah. Last, uh, last, say, last season. Yeah. So I'm going to do that. But then, like, I had shows that I were watching that came to, like, an abrupt end. Like, uh, The Path with Aaron Paul. Okay. All of a sudden, yep. they went three seasons. Mm-hmm. And then they were done. And I was like, they left me on a cliffhanger again. And then uh, Shut Eye, which... Uh, was with uh, Hulu, uh, also on Hulu, which had uh, Michael West and well, that's not his real name, but from Burn Notice on okay. USA that I was a big fan of, and he was great in that show. That went two seasons, ended on a cliffhanger, and got canceled, you know. But so yeah, it's always fun. But at the same time, too, you go on Netflix and you're like, what should I watch? You're going through, going yeah, through, sp- going like, through. Like, oh, it's 10 o'clock now. I guess then I'm you're going like, to bed. oh, <laughs> Office. So I can just watch that again. Or you watch something you've seen already, like a Bill Burr stand-up. Or yeah. like, uh, um, but I we actually did watch a movie on Friday, Palm Springs on Hulu, Hulu original with Andy Sandberg, And it was really okay. good. Got so, good ratings. Yeah, yeah. I, will, uh, I will say the it's only like show. day. The only show I am watching right now is Long Way Up on uh, on Apple Plus. I'm a big fan of Charlie Borman and Ewan McGregor. They had the Long Way Round series where they you know drove around the world on motorcycles, <laughs> and they had the Long Way Down from 
uh, Scotland down to the tip of Africa, and now they're starting Scotland. in Tierra del Fuego up to Los Angeles. So I'm watching that. That's only 10 episodes. Comes out once a week on Apple Plus. After that, I'm ditching Apple Plus. Um, Oak, is there anything that you're watching or you feel kind of burnt out on stuff? To be perfectly honest with you, I think that between so Amazon Prime and Hulu and Netflix, so I just have Amazon Prime and Netflix, I think it's the opposite. I think there is so much shit out there. And you see so many people posting on Facebook all the time. Oh, give me a good series. There's like so there. Look, there's so many good programs on Netflix and and, and Amazon Prime. And I I don't even have Hulu. It's like holy shit, another thing. Mm-hmm. You know, like somebody had said to me, like um, Yellowstone. Everybody's saying, oh, Yellowstone yeah, is incredible. And I'm like, oh shit, you know, okay, I'll get to it. You know, yeah. so there's there's shows I've never watched an episode. I've never shown watched The Blacklist, which I've heard is incredible. Yep, I've heard it's good. Um, you know, House of Cards. I hear is great. You know, I there's so there's a handful of oh, really big shows. No, there's a handful of like big shows <laughs> that like are big shows that people have watched that yeah. I've never had a chance to see. And I think another thing, and this is this is a piece of advice that I will put out there. If you're somebody who's looking on Amazon Prime or Netflix or something like that, and like, oh my God, I can't find a show to watch, and you're disappointed with the endings, cliffhangers, and stuff like that. I would recommend trying to find documentaries. And that's the that one thing mm-hmm. that I think Netflix yeah. is really, really strong on over maybe Prime oh God, or Hulu. Yeah, the latest one. Is, is documentaries. Oh, the murder one? Um, the, the murder yeah, mystery American documentaries. Mary. Even like, like I'm a huge like history, especially more specifically World War II fan. Netflix alone has endless, and I mean endless, really good World War II documentaries. Yeah, pretty much anything by Ken Burns. And is they get be good. really, really in-depth and all this cool new stuff. So even if you're not like a history person, this is something that can really suck you in, especially knowing like this is stuff that really happened. There's great Vietnam documentaries. There's old, wild, some of the Wild West documentaries, like seeing the shit that actually went on yeah. like during the late 1800s. Oh, I mean, yeah, I saw that documentary s- Back to the Future 3. That was a good one. It was both the Wild West. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the first ever ice maker. Um, yeah, yes. So, but no, if, if you're somebody who's sitting around like Quinn and like a lot of people, yeah. like eh, I don't know what to watch, just grab a documentary. Um, you're gonna you're gonna like yeah. it. Now, I would like to. We'll touch on Dave. I'd like to, um, you know, talk a little bit about the final episode of Walking Dead. Yep. And then uh, and then yeah, we'll kind of wrap it up here for tonight. But Dave, what did you uh, what do you think? Too many shows, not enough. You're getting a little burnt out. Um, I'm kind of right in the middle. There's some days where I'm trying to search for a new show. But it just kind of reading up on it, just mm. it's one of yeah. those things where I'm like, well, you know what? I don't, do I really want to invest time into this? Ah, oh, you know what? Breaking Bad. I know that. I'll just yeah, turn that'll it work. And the reason why I do that though, when, and shuffle between the Breaking Bads and the Walking Deads and the offices, oh. is because most likely I'm doing something, and I don't want to be locked in yeah. by having to pay attention. Right. But like this week, now I'm on that kick of trying to find new shows to watch because I'm like ready to, all right, I got to break out of my cycle here of being boring. I got to find something new to get interested in. Well, and this is that time of the year, isn't it? Because it's it's fall now. It's going to be winter soon. That's when everybody's going to be starting to to watch, you know, watching shows. Because I'm the same way, Dave. I'll you. I more often than not, I'll come home, I throw on the headphones, I'm listening to podcasts while I'm doing stuff around mm-hmm. the house or whatever. I don't, don't have time to so sit There was a meme a up there. It says, I just need to find a good Netflix show to have on while I'm scrolling on my phone. Yep. <laughs> yeah. You know? But I think because it's, it's true. Point. I think so, a big part of that, too, is like sometimes if you look on it like, oh, there's eight seasons. I don't have this time. Yeah. Like uh, this type of commitment, yeah. you know? Yeah. Like if I watch a documentary and I get halfway through it and I come back like months later, it's like whatever, you know? But I think with when you get 
get into like shows, there is almost this like commitment to like, oh, now I got to watch it all as opposed to just a movie or yeah. something like that. Now, for me, I will use uh, my, my gym at my house. Everything's been torn up for a while now, a handful of weeks. So I haven't been doing my morning cardio at home and it shows. Um, but I like yeah, to pick. Yeah, right. the wrestling I, knowledge is lacking. I like to pick a show. I know, right? <laughs> I like to pick a show and get into it just when I'm doing morning cardio. Then I have a reason, you know, a reason one to, to not skip cardio. Well, I got to do cardio. I got to watch my show, and then a reason to watch the show. Well, watch I, I'm doing programs. cardio anyway. I got to watch my show. Yep. So it's a, it's a good way for me to in. catch up. Um, you are right, Quinn. It's you know winter time's rolling around. A lot of people aren't going to be out all days, you know, on Saturday Unless and Sunday, snow. and so they're yeah. going to be in and less people going out at night. Um, so all sorts of reasons to start looking for shows. But like I said, I think there's a lot out there. To be honest with you, I think like the best, it's so cliche, but I think just putting it out there on social media, like, hey, what's what's a good show? And I've caught a couple of really good ones mm. from just people talking about it. You know, sometimes even just going back and watching a show you've loved. I know a lot of people who will do that. I know people now who are going back and watching, Sons of, watching Sons of Anarchy <laughs> yeah. again. It, it does seem episodes. like... Uh, People don't seem to rewatch the stuff that they binged, but they will rewatch the stuff that they had to wait, you know, like a week's for, like Sons of Anarchy, yeah. where you had to wait. And Dave, you and I talked about this, about how we were very critical to tie into The Walking Dead. We were very critical. I think it was uh, season, season three we were kind of critical of with the governor and everything. Mm -hmm. But then we realized if you watched them back to back <laughs> oh, to back, it made more sense and it flowed right. better and it was a better show actually. So yep. yeah. I think so there's something to be said for that. Yeah, to piggyback off of you, when, you yeah. when you're able to stream episode one through 16 at your pace and not wait week to week, the flow is so much better. Because I remember us, like you said, it was yeah. season three, we were just kind of like nitpicking too much probably. Yeah. And going back now, watching it, it's just like, gosh, season three was actually really good. It yeah. was good. Yeah. Um, you know, but I, nah, spoiler no, alert. So I, I would like to talk a little bit before we wrap up this week's All podcast, right. talk a little bit about the final episode of Walking Dead because... Before production, you know, one of the things we did here on the podcast was we talked about that we talked about or before production, before production halted on The Walking Dead is what I meant to say. Yeah. Um, you know, we talked oh, about movie reviews, way. which we'd like to get back into. I had somebody mention today, oh, you guys yeah. got to start doing movie reviews again. It's like, well, when I can start, you know, they start releasing good movies, yeah. we'll absolutely love it. <laughs> um, that is what's been lacking. But so they had, they had The Walking Dead season finale um i've got around to watching it so spoiler alert we've given people enough time mm -hmm. um don't spoil it for me don't spoil it for me so spoiler alert go Walking ahead and spoil Dead. it i don't care okay so <laughs> i know quinn you had talked about how you were a little Only bit disappointed I've... with the season finale i think out of our group you're probably the biggest walking dead fan love it yeah um why don't you give us your take on the season finale why you liked it or didn't like okay. it okay yeah you know first off it was a little bit longer episode, so that was a plus. I'll give them that. You know, when you have, they've done it before where they'll have season finales that are just like the regular 44 minutes, and it's like you feel like they're racing to just throw so much stuff in and so many details are missed. But, you know, with this one, and it can't all be held at the the feet of the of scott and gimple who diamond dave and i both hate, hate <laughs> and, and what he's done to the franchise uh he's the kind of the head mucky muck who's who's running the whole universe but anyhow to to get to the season uh finale i thought that they already kind of had the finale you know two times uh two episodes before or the last kind of two episodes were kind of the finale, if that makes sense. I mean, they had already killed off Alpha. They had already kind of gotten things in in, in play with Michonne finding uh, 
some evidence of Rick possibly being alive. So that was all kind of done. This this seemed like it was just more or less, you know, t- uh, like tying up loose ends, I guess, if I can say it a better they way. Were. And there, there was nothing really big and shocking. Uh, some guy shows up with the masks and some size or whatever they're called. Nobody asks who this is. Hey, who, who's the guy in the mask that just killed the zombies like a ninja? Is that uh, Morgan's kid like everybody's speculating it to be? Oh, we're just not going to answer that question. That's that's usually my frustration with The Walking Dead is, and they could learn of something from watching Breaking Bad, is that you can explain so much with just a second, just a, a little bit of knowledge or a sentence. You can say one thing, oh, and it'll greedy. explain so many things. Well, no, uh, I love it how it's an ama- uh, supposedly, your guys' opinion, it's an amazing show, everything they do right, but yet you still nitpick it. Okay. That, that's because the bar's been set so high from what it was. Dude, I mean, because it was an event. Season, mm-hmm. Yeah, season five, yeah. dude, was beating the NFL in ratings when the NFL was prior to all this, right? What's yeah. going on with it? They were getting 22 million viewers on a Sunday night where the NFL Sunday night game was pulling like 18. Imagine a TV show beating the NFL. A cable TV show beating the NFL. Oh, you mean like when Raw did that all the time back in the day? Yeah, WWF Raw was doing that. Yeah. Nitro was Monday doing that. Night. Then they're <laughs> those also were, those were the Monday night, night football. Yeah. Monday night football. Those yeah. were the Monday night wars because that's when Monday night football too was also on ABC. Yeah, so it yeah. wasn't like it was on. Those ESPN, were the Monday like night down. wars, though. Let's you know. Yeah, but but to, back to your point, Walking Dead used to be an event, biggest show on TV. Everybody was talking about it. You know, they got rid of Rick. They got rid of Shane. They got rid of a lot of really good characters who, Glenn. yeah, they had to, they had to, you know, yeah, Glenn, they had to follow had the to. comics a bit, you know, but it's like mm. you can't keep taking loss after loss after loss. I didn't, you know what? I watched the season finale going into it, you know, after hearing you guys talk about it a little last <laughs> week. We didn't want to go into it on yeah. last week's episode. I went into it and I think a lot of the momentum had been lost for going into it. Look, it would yeah, have been one that, thing. That wasn't their fault. They, they yeah. used to do these big mid-season splits, right? Which yep. people got used to, whatever. But the fact that there was this, you know, what, six-month pause or whatever? Oh God, at least, yeah. Between the last episode and the final episode, that completely took the wind out of the sails. And mm-hmm. I don't think they did enough, like, coming up, coming up, coming up, coming yeah. up. You know, I don't yeah. think they did enough to push that this final episode was finally coming up. So I think people were kind of just like burnt out on it. It's, it's like how, like regardless of how you feel with all the, the political stuff going on, the fact that ratings are down in the NBA ratings are down in baseball ratings are down in all sports is, is about more than just we don't, we, you know, we're tired of seeing politics and sports. It has mm-hmm. to do with, you can't take these giant breaks. Oh, we're excited. We're excited. We're excited. And you know, stop, and then, okay, we're, we might start again, you know? Yeah. Yep. Um, so I think there was a lot of steam loss. Now, as far as the show, I do agree with you. They were tying up a lot of loose ends, but I liked, and they did they didn't tr- introduce new stuff. And to counter your point about the guy with the mask, I think they know very well, like, ooh, how does, how does he fit in? Who's this? Because they've done that before where they teased new characters. Like, this is yeah. going to be a cool, they've had a handful well, of cool new characters. You know? Probably. probably like, is. when they teased, you know, when Michonne first came, Yep. Or when Jesus first came, you know, when they yep. teased these new like badass characters and they gave them very unique weapons yep. that people didn't have a very unique mask he stands out. OK, yep. with his hood on. This is something that they wanted to tease for you. So people like you would but, be like, come on, who is this? <laughs> but Dave, so, nobody in the camp said, uh, hey, what's with this guy? <laughs> but what do you mean? Nobody in the camp. 
So there, he not- came in. He came into the look. He was obviously with Maggie, the people at Hilltop. Yeah. So there's a relationship they built with him. We haven't seen Maggie on for how many episodes? Mm-hmm. And the only people that really saw him at the end, where we saw it, was Gabriel. He came in and saved Gabriel's ass. Right? Mm-hmm. Who else did we see seeing him? Aaron. Remember yeah, that, yeah, that's right. Aaron episode 15. The, yeah, Aaron, Aaron and uh, what's his name? I can't remember okay, right now. But they it, saw him in... Yeah, the blacksmith. Uh, uh, yeah, they yeah, saw but it him wasn't, in the in Yeah, the but forest. it wasn't like everybody got to see him and people were like, yeah. oh, hey, it's the new guy with the mask. So I think they very much teased that. I, I liked the uh, the finale of the, the War with the Whisperers. I thought it was brilliant how they did it. So I really... Look, I really enjoyed this final episode. Um, obviously, it was that tension of this giant horde coming towards the compound. Um, they had the brilliant strategy, which we've seen previously in, in different ways of drawing the horde away with music. Yep. They had a great song. <laughs> a great song from <laughs> I knew the you'd 80s. Pop for that. They had a great song from the 80s. They, they went from daytime to nighttime, so they showed you that they were yep. driving them away all day. Um they created, you know, some really tense moments when obviously as the horde was moving away, the whisperers were still in the horde. They had mm-hmm. to figure out a way to stop cool. this. Yep. And, uh, you know, so they started attacking. They lost the wagon. They lost the music. And, you know, they were at this point where, hey, we can give up now. And they they decided, like, no, we're going to strike back right now. So the <laughs> comeback, that was badass to me. Yeah. And I thought that was really aggressive and it was really badass that they went in and they started taking them out one by one. I thought that was badass. Um, I get where you're saying when Alpha dies, that was kind of the end of the whispers, mm-hmm. but Beta's character was such a major character. I that wish they would have given him more. more. They could have done that. That was the one thing that I felt like just ended fast. Yeah, where Negan had the line where it's like, do you know who the hell that was? Yeah, like, so Finish that that, that to who? me, who? that to me yeah. was, was interesting that they went that fast with... Negan and Daryl and and Beta. Yeah. That it just ended. I was expecting some sort of battle between Negan and this yeah. guy. And they kind of touched on that where um Norman Reedus uh did an interview where he said, Well, they already kind of had the big knife. They kind of already, already had the battle. And like the other thing about. was that we do have to remember about that situation is there was still walkers all around. Yeah. Okay. So if they have this big brawl, you can't just throw down. Right you can't there. just yeah. throw down there because you're making noise. And then even Beta himself makes it known that he's mm-hmm. not not a zombie, even though he's wearing a mask. So I felt like you you the still had to get rid of his wear. character. Once his character was dead, anybody else that's still alive in the whispers yeah, is kind of out. Yeah. Um, the one thing that I wasn't crazy about with them walking off the cliff was like, okay, the first few that take a nosedive, yeah, if they smack their head hard enough, they're going to be brain dead, not whatever. But it looked like there was water down there. Yeah. And I'm like, aren't they just falling into the water and like floating up <laughs> river? to see. You know, or if they're walking off, yeah. right, and they're walking and they fall like and they land and break their legs and stuff, are they still going to be crawling? So you didn't necessarily... Yeah. Just yeah. don't want to fall into get, the pit of doom. Get yeah. rid of them. Right. Now, now I feel exactly injured. Oh, now no, I feel like zombie. you have like what this giant like pit of zombies. Some yeah. of them are floating. Most of them can't walk anymore, you know. Yeah. But I, I don't feel like 
it was getting rid of the herd. I feel like it was thinning it and disabling a lot of them. Yeah, and you and I talked about how once, because the horde is massive. They've dealt with hordes before, but never one to this size. Not one like this size. And once you get that many falling, it's like a big giant mattress you're just landing on. So it's, uh, again, to your point, where are they all going to end up? Yeah, that was kind of my thing. Like, wait a minute, they're going to, obviously they're in this valley. And the the one thing I get is like, it's not an organized horde anymore. Right. So, um, but... The very end threw me off a little. I don't read the comics, okay? I never have. So I've never known what to expect. Everything that's thing. coming from the TV show yeah. is is new for me. So, you know, when all of a sudden the lights flip on and I'm like, fucking, are these stormtroopers? <laughs> yeah. You know, what's, <laughs> what's going on here? So I felt when I saw that that it was some sort of... Um, some sort of colony that was obviously much more organized. These were all matching uniforms. They were all pieced together. The only thing that I had a problem with is like, where did these uniforms come from? Look, were they manufactured post? They had to be manufactured post because Because they weren't. What ten years in now? Yeah, we're ten years in. So at ten years, it wasn't any sort of. They wouldn't have been any sort of military outfit because it's not anything they they would have worn. Um, With it being white, I'm guessing that. You know, they they had it white so you could stand out. So it had to be some sort of organized whatever that had uh, the the capability to be making uh, making uniforms, making it looked like plastic, like stormtroopers, which obviously yeah, is so they can't factory going. They and, can't bite know. through. So, so we so, will be getting answers to. Those. So, but but you guys do read the comics. Who were these people? Tell me. Commonwealth. Yeah, it's a new group that was uh, kind of insulated by the government. And to be fair, I don't read the comics. I read the wiki on the comics, okay. so it gives me like. So the, are they the government or are they Cliff Notes? Yeah, they're like basically what it is. Yeah, cliff they're notes. basically the government. It's like a yes, exactly answer. Um, they're like a government outfit, so to speak. So you would imagine they're you know very well funded. All the um, all the secrets people imagine like under the Pentagon and all this stuff. That's essentially who these people are. The people who are at the top have every everything would have all the resources after everything's done with uh this is presumably them so yeah to your point of the futuristic gear i I can't imagine there's a factory cranking this stuff out i just have a hard time believing a guy's sitting at a press like he's on our chest plate here's another one you know you don't know i guess we'll see i would uh, like i said what i thought is i said okay here is some sort of very organized and if they have some sort of factory, whether it be, you know, hey, look, an automotive factory, because mm-hmm. it looked like they had railroads going in, you know, so it seemed like it was some sort of factory setting, you know, yep. and... Um, so th- now this isn't a spoiler really either. I'll try to make it You quicker. can put spoilers in. I already said spoilers. So we talked about literally the whole episode. Did you watch The World Beyond I did So The World Beyond, they actually do show you a little bit more. Basically, oh, The World Beyond yeah. is our introduction to the Commonwealth. What's the world beyond now? It's, the, it's another spinoff the show. Spin-off is it better than Fear Rick. the? Was it better than Fear the Walking no, Dead? No, it, it's it's probably it's a distant third place. It, so <laughs> either way you look at it, has, Dave, has Fear the beyond, Walking Dead got any better? It, dude, I will uh, spend we'll, an we'll hour. find out tonight. Yeah, I already watched it. AMC Plus guy over here. Mm. I'll, I'll stick to the topic though. Uh, <laughs> world Beyond. Uh, so they do show a little bit in that first episode. That's what I was telling Quinn last yeah. week. It does enough to keep you intrigued because this is all tying into the Rick movies now. From this point on, okay, we're getting tied into Rick. Yeah, it's the, of course Scott Gimple is Slow. taking his pretty ass little time getting there in his little stupid ass episodes yep. uh, where it's so predictable. 
where the beginning is going to be a little bit of action, then the middle is going to be super drawn out because everyone has to have that feel good, or not even feel good, that moment of... uh, I'm going to lecture you about how life really is, brother, when uh, <laughs> 10 years ago when the Skelly fell and how it affected me. So and then the ending, movie? <laughs> and then the ending is your typical cliffhanger. Yeah. That's the Scott Gimple writing book 101. Yeah, and what I was telling uh, Diamond Dave earlier, because he, he was telling me that it, it's a good Get introduction or whatever, and I thought I took it as intriguing. So, like, I'm watching this pile of hot garbage last Sunday, and I'm like... <laughs> When does it get better? Dave said it got better. He said I'd be interested, Shit, and I just okay. kept waiting for it. And it never happened. It, it's, it's almost like Walking Dead. Enough. It's almost like Walking Dead for kids. I, I hate to put it that way, but that's what it seemed like. But what's adults, the rating on it? Uh, the, I don't know, but the it is you're following four kids, two adults that are tracking them because oh, the, the, the place got so killed. Bad. But oh. we have adults <sighs> writing for kids that are kids. Having adult experiences already at age sixteen, I think they are maybe. They oh God! Really said. Yeah, they're not that. That so one, th- the younger speeches. boy, he's probably like twelve. Yeah, they're giving speeches of like what a forty-year-old has lived through in the. Uh, look, the it's kid, bad. Kid, kids are living through a lot, and that shit. It's like you look at kids like yeah. in the in the well, basically every century before the yeah. the, the twenty-first well, century. Yeah. Well, yeah, and you can go. Kids had to work. Yeah, and. And I get where they're kind of coming from on a lot of that, lot of that with like the kids growing up. Because like, look, I mean, you can go down to the Congo in South America and see ten year olds running around AK forty seven. So they will grow to their environment, you know, as been talked about. Yes. But it's just not. It's not a good show. Yeah, uh, it, the world beyond's not good. If you're a Walking Dead fan, you're gonna watch it because it's gonna tie it all together. What else are you gonna do on Sunday nights? Our podcast doesn't drop till Monday, so you're not listening to that. So you might as well watch The Walking Dead or the NFL for the time being. All right. Or Family Guy. Or Family Guy. I think that's... They have new episodes. Hey, where have you been for the last half hour? Well, that is sleeping. Thrilled. Andrew, why don't you take us home for the Sunday night? First, what we're going to... What I was thinking of, a new challenge to do, because Mason Quinn doesn't like to do the hot ones for us. I have one specifically for you. What I want to do is get five different pizzas from... Major chains, Pizza Hut, Domino's, Papa Murphy's. We're gonna throw toppers in there, oh. and Papa John's. Oh, don't and you he dare! Has to guess what it is, isn't it? I gotta yes. guess. You have to rank them. You're gonna be blindfolded. Now, Easy. you do have the you do have this one option. You can either choose cheese pizza, sausage pizza, or pepperoni oh, pizza. So they all for have all, to be the same. All of them have to be the same, so that okay. way you're not influenced by anything. I Nothing crazy like a, a bacon cheeseburger at each place sure. or a Supreme from one can and I, this from other. Can I get in on this? Well, can we're we? gonna ha- we're gonna have to get a small pizza. But the reason I'm doing it for this yeah, yeah, was yeah, is I, because yeah. he doesn't like warm stuff. Yeah, he's. Uh, I, I enjoy warm stuff. I put Frank's Red Hot on my eggs all the time. Okay. So yeah, 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 that's a, that's a yeah. brilliant challenge. See that's if Mr. Pizza Connoisseur right. himself yes. over here. Because the reason I'm doing this because as you know as fans, his hatred for Papa John's runs <gasps> deep. So I want to see if all of a sudden we fool him and on the plate is Papa John's and he's just like, oh, this is so delicious. <sighs> this is better. <laughs> this no is way. better ingredients, better this pizza. Is, <laughs> no way. Yes. So that's what, that's going to be in it. the works. We're going to do that challenge for you, so that way Quinn can actually do something once on this podcast. I'm on air talent, folks. What do you want from <laughs> me? <laughs> but at least do a challenge with us for okay. once. But we do have another challenge also in the works, possibly. So for Diamond Dave Damone, the Appleton Oak, Mason Quinn, and the answer, good night. Make sure you like, comment, subscribe, and bang that bell. Utah. Right. Cut him off. Give me two. <laughs> I rake. <laughs> I cut off Gary Busey.